Don't don't you be dissing my Lion King, man. Don't you diss Mufasa. Wait, you mean Hamlet but with lions? <laughs> <laughs> your opinions, your voice. Welcome to the verdict, only on IPL Radio. Uh, welcome to the verdict and welcome to 2023. Alex is unfortunately not here, but today we are joined with Clarence and Augustine. And how are we doing, boys? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Good to be back. It's been how many episodes since I don't I've know. I rocked it was, up? We were like 20 or something, and now it's like 38. <laughs> So not 18, 20 episodes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. And we love having Augustine on too. <laughs> I don't know if they let me back in. <laughs> Mate, he had the he had the best episode last time, bro. We had to cancel an hour and a half. <laughs> I'm surprised they let me back into the building. But wait, wait, that's uh, we, we we show love to everyone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> love uh, all day, every day, bro. Well, well, we have a question of the week today. Uh, just yep. hitting you up. Augustine hasn't heard this question, no. but uh, we're going to hit him up with it. Go for it. How much money is enough money in today's society? Uh, and, we w- and we want a figure from you. We want okay? exactly. What does that mean? We what does that mean, enough so money? To live, so, to live in like a salary? Society? Not just salary. Like, what... Um, well, what do you think? Salary, non-salary, or do you want, let's say, win the lottery and live the rest of your life out? Well, well what should we go with? Are we taxing the lottery money? No, no, okay. So, <laughs> let's say, live the rest of your life out without having to work. Okay. How much is enough? Oh, there's... I mean, that depends on the person, but I would no, say... No, 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 we're talking about you, Gus. Me? <laughs> we're talking about you. Oh, me. Um, for the rest of my life. Uh, I, could, I could survive um, on about 10 mil. 10 mil? 10 okay. mil. I could do 10 mil. 10 mil, so... That was actually so what I was going to say. Like, 10 mil... 10 mil, okay. I could do 10 mil. Okay, let me ask a question. Is this, with the 10 mil, be factoring to consideration how inflation. many kids... In, obviously, inflation, everything. <laughs> but 10 mil now, obviously. So, you get 10 mil... Oh, so if I had kids. Well, no, no. See, that, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, not not you single. You have to think about everything. So, what's mm. that number, right? So, if I'm a billionaire right now, I'm going to write you a check, Gus, to say... You, you, to get this check, you cannot work for the rest of your life. You can mm-hmm. live your life normally, mm. but you cannot do a single piece of work. Mm-hmm. How much money is it going to take for you to live your life comfortably? You know, what, what's that number to you? So does this the work involve doing the dishes and doing? <laughs> no, it's just like, like a paid work, like paid work, right? Yeah. Paid work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was there was a study a long time ago that said that you you spend about a million dollars on each child during their high primary school to high school years. Mm-hmm. So. If you take, I'm not going to say the average birth rate, which is like 1.6. So let's just take Where? that. I, I have three kids, let's yeah, say. Yeah. So I have three kids. That's a million bucks before they're 18. And then let's say they move out at the average age of 26. So the housing market fixes itself. Hmm. Um, I would say 35 million. Are you securing their housing and their education? No, no, that's okay. that's their problem. <laughs> I'm taking the boomer approach now and saying that's their problem. So food, uh, they wouldn't have to pay you rent when they're 18 and things like that? Um, I mean, out of my kindness of my heart, no. Okay, okay. So, so like food and everything provided, internet, whatever, uh, till they're 26 and then they're out of the house. And that's the 53 million will... 35, 35, 33 million. 53 mil. 53 mil. 35 mil, so 3 million. Kind of makes sense. That's a a fair chunk of money right there. It's expensive. Australia's not a cheap place to live. Mm -hmm. Oh, true, true. Yeah. Well, would you say Perth is the cheapest out of like all the states? No. No. Really? No, never. No, actually, for the housing price, yes. 
yeah, for housing, Sydney sure. Would be but but that, that's part cost of, because, of no, but then that's part mm. of your mortgage, right? Yeah. So cost of living mortgage, you can't like cost of living yourself, including the housing. You're mm. going to be ridiculous in this market to, to mm. try to take over Tasmania, Sydney, Melbourne, <laughs> right? Like, Tasmania Sydney is Sydney is significantly worse. Oh, 110%. Yeah. Like, you paying double the price to get a nice house for the same for the same square yardage and, and the same distance to Perth. I mean, Sydney is more yeah. of a cultural landmark than Perth. They've got the Opera House, Harbour Bridge, Tourist Destination Central, you know? But Perth is Western Australia. <laughs> and we right. have all this, and this we have land. land. We're we by land. the sea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but you brought up Tasmania. Is, is Tasmania pretty right. expensive? Tasmania is ridiculously expensive. Really? All the, all the Sydney-siders and all the Melbourneers just went over to Tassie, bought up all the land, jacked up all the prices, That's man. So like, <laughs> welcome to Tassie for you. Um, unfortunately, but um, yeah, we've got a couple of couple of friends over there, so yeah, it's expe- It's not cheap. It's not, not cheap. cheap. How you about would, you um, would think otherwise? How about South Australia? Like, oh, I never heard of anyone Radelaide? saying I'm going to go to South South Australia. Radelaide, actually awesome. Eh? It's like okay. it's, it's, it's it's actually quite. It's similar to Perth, but <laughs> more better wines. Oh, actually, uh, better wines. Oh, Margaret River versus Barossa Valley. Oh, I don't know. Look. It's it's similar, but um, they've got this kind of similar low key vibe, like chilled out vibe. Okay. I would say Adelaide would be a a second spot on my list if I had to move. But um, yeah, Adelaide, um, Perth, Adelaide, uh, better than in my opinion, better than the hustle and bustle of Sydney and Melbourne. NT, any experience in NT? Ah, uh, no, no chance. I, no I've chance. been to the Northern Territory. Oh, I have been to the Northern Territory. Yes. Yeah, I for? drove. I drove to the Northern Territory. For what for? Like my what did they my family. Uh, not going to dox them. Don't live in Perth. Mm-hmm. They don't live in the Northern Territory, but they live very close to the border mm-hmm. of the Northern Territory. So I've driven from Perth to Darwin. Oh yeah, that's 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 not bad. That, uh, that's a that's a nice drive. How's the housing market there? The, in Darwin? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you don't know. I, I would say outside of Darwin, it's pretty acceptable. Okay. I mean, some of these country towns are very affordable. The land is extremely affordable. It's and, a it's a lot of space. To I would imagine, like. Just, just you know, you it comes at a price. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it comes at a price. I mean, like you know, you you're not, you're not living in a, like a, you know, like like you're not living next to like the nicest shopping center in you know the most low crime area. That's true. There is that trade. Yeah, because yeah. in Sydney, uh, shopping every center up north. <laughs> Come on, mate. What shopping center? What Uluru shops, bro? Coles. <laughs> <laughs> you get yeah. one Coles and one Subway. Well, Kununurra has an outdoor cinema. Oh, nice. It's very cozy. Yeah, because it's so hot, so they just have an outdoor cinema. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What movies? <laughs> well, they seem to get the latest movies, so I'm cool. thinking they, they, they download look, them. Look, look you know? they're still playing Avengers, okay? They're just <laughs> Avengers just came out. Wait, for that's them, a, that's yeah, a hood the classic, bro. Yeah, the, the classic hood movie, uh, Avengers. <laughs> the, the Avengers just came out, just releasing it now. Yeah. Well, back to Clarence, what's your what's your amount of, uh, would you look, live on? I'm I, I, I actually similar a similar mindset to... Uh, Gus here, but I don't think I'll go 35 mil to be honest. I think it's I'd scroll good 100 <laughs> <laughs> all the I, way, I, baby. I, I reckon for me, like, uh, okay, based on if I didn't have to work there, I reckon 20 mil. Oh, that's a, that's me. that's more that's a lot because I'm not gonna be trying to live out my means, right? Number one, it's not like uh, I'm gonna live, I wouldn't say frugally, but, but the cigars, I, bro, imagine the cigars, the cigar <laughs> prices, bro, the whiskey. <laughs> but this is where this is where you gotta play smart. That's investing. tax deductible, so it's okay. You, you want to think about putting that money away, like 10 mil away, live off the interest for the rest of your life, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. That if you put off a 10, 10 mil away, live off the interest for that at, at some sort of price point, you you getting like hundred thousand that you could spend off, you know, yeah. that off, man. Like, and then 10 million, man. By that ten million time, what I'm gonna okay, give some away to charity, give some away to my mum and dad, 
Like I still have a lot of I obviously have multiple million to start start I say I can't say can't do a business thing, but mm. I can invest, right? No, nothing said about investing. I can go invest, you know, put myself into stuff, go enjoy my time, get a hobby. But know. if you invest the money, that means then you have more than that money, right? Exactly. So but it's investment, right? Like you okay. say but I'm not necessarily saying oh. I need a hundred million, right? Like that's just I think over the board. Like if someone gives me that, I think, you know, contently with the lowest amount, I think twenty million would be fine, including like like schooling and stuff like that. I think it should be like obviously, I'm not going to be like oh, I'm going to bring it to the richest and baddest school, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I do, and I'm quietly against that because I think when you bring to the richest and baddest school, sometimes it doesn't actually bring your kid up; it actually just brings them that breed entitlement. of like, entitlement, not just entitlement, just they don't work for it because they've got the best things here, right? Mm. Like you see some of the best students, best schools. It's just all over the place, you know. So you're saying like entirely, you'd receive the twenty million, but you have that twenty million as a potential to make. More money. Exactly, man. Ah, the aim the of the money game in makes life. Money. <laughs> the aim of the game in life is my my saying. My aiming game in life is you want to mm. make passive income. You so the goal make, is hundred million. Yeah, the goal is hundred million, <laughs> but you don't receive the hundred million. It's ah. not like it's not like you know those Donald Trumps. It's just like oh, you know, I found it very hard when my dad gave me my first million to start off my business. <laughs> you know, no, like you know, you you, you got to work up there, work up to that. Um, but then again, it's just like the end of the game. Like my game right now is. Right to you, all young men out there, young women out there, young people out there, how to pay less tax mm. legally That's and very true. reduce the tax burden. Reduce widen your burden. Ter- your tax uh, expenditure. Mm-hmm. That is the goal. But not only just that, right? Mm. It's how to make passive income because at the end of the day, like we all know this as as people who who work, as people who who do the Monday to Friday, five to four threes. You're mm. five four. Uh, at the end of the day, like we talk about life we talk about standard of living we talk about mental health balance we talk about work-life balance at the end of the day right if you're an employee you'll still be working for the man yeah 100 percent. Right. But, but with that with that money aren't you capable are you assuming that you're your own boss or are you still no but you're you're, you're, you're pay, someone else is paying your bill you're oh, not getting the money to yourself right yes yeah, so you get a salary but oh you're, you're spending at, at, at the end of the day it's you are being dictated what work and time frame you come in if i own my business i can rock up yeah. I can if I don't open, I don't get money. If I don't work, I don't get money, right? So that's on me. But then I want to build a sustainable business that runs itself and gets some money. So what <laughs> if you if you could start a business, what business would you would you go into? Golf. It's a bit deviating. Golf. Okay. Golf and cigars. Golf and cigars. That's not a bad that's, that's not, not a bad commodity cigars, yeah. to get into. Yeah. Golf and cigars, sure. mate. Golf and cigars. Number one golf. I yeah. I am I want to get into golf in terms of simulators, in terms of running my own golf course running my own golf simulators whatever it is even like running a golf shop mm. love it anyone that's listening I would love to like apprentice and, and start my own business in golf cigars because I have the passion for cigars I love smoking cigars yeah sure um, and we talked about this last time but I don't want to get into it because you know we got a topic we on can it. briefly give a recap to the audience yeah <laughs> so I, I'm a cigar fanatic I wouldn't say I'm a cigar aficionado mm. uh, I'm a cigar fanatic and cigar I love cigar smoking cigars but you know for me it's not about smoking the cigar right it's what the cigar actually means it's a time and place to enjoy the cigar is a metaphor it yeah. means something it means something right because when I smoke a cigar I'm not committing myself to whether I'm by myself or friends right and I only smoke with good friends or people like I, I like I don't smoke with people I don't like because when I like that cigar I'm committing time with you and that's the only commodity in my life that I cannot 
get back. Right, we're on the podcast right now. Yeah. So, so as in, as, but I would. Uh, how many times do I text you cigars and whiskey on yeah, the text? Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we are in a building, so we we can't smoke and cigars. We have not that much ventilation. Yeah. So, so and, and smoke alarms right above exactly. you. So. But um, cigars, are a thing for me that I, I love, um, and I I, I want to introduce it to all young young guys in general because I think it's a beautiful way oh, it, this is my personal opinion not yeah. <clears throat> and people can disagree with me like it's a personal opinion to, to have just that I wouldn't say you need it but it's just a, a good um, I wouldn't say even a ha- I, I wouldn't even say a habit but something to do you know for me when I go to when I have a go to cigar lounge I, I have that 45 minutes to an hour to myself where I can de-stress you know get life's problems away from me think not to think about anything just to you know have a chat with someone about hey look what do you do what's your life you know having that meaningful chat but also being able to de-stress off that like nothing you you will not see a stressed person or an unhappy person smoking a cigar right, and having whiskey just out <laughs> <laughs> right you will not see an unhappy person smoking mm. a cigar and being unhappy okay okay even if you're a villain like all those villains are smoking cigars because they're they're just cool cats. So no one just angrily smokes a cigar like no oh, one, I'm so angry just smoking. No one it. smokes a cigar, man. Like no one smokes a cigar angry. And and I would get into those two businesses, golf and cigars. I mean it's, it would be a really calming business. Oh, dude. <laughs> smoking cigars and but unfortunately WA's um licensing and um how should I say and laws prohibit this. Just uh, have venture. like a like a golf cigar lounge. Cut. Can't, oh, do can't do can't it. Can't do it. Oh, Tried it, mate. That's like the most looked, elusive thing. Looked at it, went down the way, looked at the legislation. Um, yeah, no, nah, unfortunately, you can't. You can't smoke inside. L- the licensing won't do. And, and the you can't loopholes. smoke outside when you're golfing. You can. Yeah, you can. You can smoke outside anywhere you want to. So, but, you know, at the end of the day, you want to come to a lounge to relax. You Just make it a recreational center, which is a cigar lounge, and outside is a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. Well. Well. Maybe. Maybe. I. I. Honestly, those are the two I would love to do. Um, and then obviously have a bar in the middle, whiskey, all of that stuff. Like just. Oh yeah. Also have a good place where people can chill out. You know. Hmm. You can do a podcast from from the from the lounge room. But like, the you, know, you smoke your cigar and you're chatting on the podcast. Like, you. you I don't know. Is it feasible? Like. Hundred percent. Yeah, there's so many podcasts. Like, say you have the, you have this mic in the way, and you're smoking a cigar. It'll just brush against. I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan smoked yeah. oh, everything yeah, yeah. on his podcast. <laughs> Joe Rogan has smoked. There's so many cigar podcasts that does it. You, if you if you can um, if you can imagine it, you can do it. Right? Mm. These, these microphones will be able to be moved away to enjoy a good truth and a half. But okay, yeah, okay, okay. So, what's your opinion on cigars? Do you have you smoked any, or have you experienced any? I don't smoke. Yeah, yeah, I've never smoked. Um, me, me, me as well. So. But um, in terms of um, getting getting guys involved in cigars, I think it, it really depends um, which guys we're talking about, where they're from, <laughs> what they've experienced. Yeah. We, we don't have any federal agents, you know. Yeah, well, look, it, it may be a harmless vice mm. to smoke, but again, it's, it's, that, it's that layer of saying no, right? It's that... The self-resistance, that okay. self-resistance, yeah, yeah, yeah. the self-control, self-control, yeah. self-resistance, yeah. self-control, self-control is essential to any young man. Yeah. So I would always go down the route of saying you're better off without any of it. Um, and I, I think if you want to treat alcohol, cigars, and smoking with more respect, then show it as a ceremonial practice. Date it to Christmas, which we'll talk about soon. <laughs> Date it to parties, but not just parties in general. It's like 
bar mitzvahs some, and stuff some, like well, that. Something important happens, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you have a couple that gets engaged, so they have a big party. So then you show people younger than you that this is a time for a cigar. Mm-hmm. But it's something that's real, well respected, you know. You're not smoking a cigar, drinking whiskey, and then you're just blackout drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah. You're I showing them how you dress, yeah. you're showing them how you sit, how you talk, you know, body, the body, your mannerisms and what you project into others, especially that language. That physical well, what body if the kid language? has yeah. asthma and he can't be around people with cigars? Well, then he shouldn't be smoking cigars. Then he's not a man. <laughs> no, then he shouldn't be smoking cigars. Yeah, well, I, no, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree with Gustin, right? Like, number one, it depends on who the person is and whether they want to smoke cigars. Number two, it's, to me, in general, it's just like I, I put that same in as alcohol, right? If you, some people are like, oh, you know, cigars are bad because of all this stuff for you. I'm just like, but you drink as well. So, couldn't I say that same thing with alcohol as well? Like, mm. isn't that the same flip side on things? So. Well, but I, I understand why it's much more taboo than alcohol because obviously mm. cigars and cigarettes in general are still not as and and right and it's fine. Like okay. to me, I understand. I understand the. I understand why people have those viewpoints and 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 understandably, like I'm not. I would never ever force someone to have a cigar mm. that doesn't want to. Okay. But hundred percent, like if you are getting into cigars to get blazed. You're in the wrong line. You're in the wrong line, buddy. <laughs> really? So, is it, so, so, what's the approach to cigar smoking? Like, you know, obviously, you know, it's smoking, and peop- so the, the approach is not to get blazed. No, you don't. You, you don't smoke a cigar to get blazed. Mm. Then I, what, I, what do we do? Cigars <laughs> about so cigar. It's, it's what just, is the point of? <laughs> so, so it's, it's it's just like why do you drink alcohol? Oh, just to lose control of yourself and just. But 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 not everyone does that. Does do that. I mean, I've never been drunk in my life. So so, so you know, I'm saying like, not everyone drinks alcohol to get blazed. Well, right? just for social purposes. Well, you can have a drink with dinner. You like social purposes. No one like obviously. There's some people who drink to get blazed. Mm. There's other people who drink just because they like the taste and to drown their sorrows and. So some people yeah. drink do that, but then that's the unhealthy way of drinking, and I would never condone that. Condone that. Yeah. However. Like, <clears throat> it's the same people for the really, the majority of people, they don't drink to get blazed. They just have one drink with dinner or, you know, they had a hot day outside the sun, they have a beer, cool themselves down. It's the exact same purposes as smoking a cigar, okay. right? And I like what Gus said as well. He hit the mark as well, like special occasions to celebrate as well, you know? Birth of a daughter, birth of a son, birth of a child, mm. uh, engagement parties, you know, birthdays, you know, those mon- mon- monumentous occasion, mm. you know, like that's when you crack up the big cigar, <laughs> yeah. the big CEO, light one up with the boys, have a really great night, you know, just to s- commemorate that s- that celebration. Mm. So yeah. I wanted I wanted to ask you as well because you always said cigars and whiskey, right? Yeah. Is it the contrast between the two, like the whiskey flavor and the cigar? Is cigar a sour whiskey sweet, or is that Look, the contrast? It, it depends on right. Like a lot of people drink a lot of things. Okay. Uh, cigars and whiskey has always been the case because you know something a smoky product coming mm. with a beautiful artisanal product, both artisanal products, right? Cigars and whiskey, mm. both made like many years in the making, aged the whiskey flavor. Whether it's your oak barrel, whether it's your whiskey flavor, sounds like steak. You know, that's been aged <laughs> and then and, and, and then and then and then you have the cigar with you, so it <clears throat> pairs up really nicely. You know, it wets the mouth. Okay, it gives it extra flavor. You know, like nice, nice, nice. That, that's what whiskey and cigars are. Obviously, some people don't drink whiskey. So I don't drink a lot of whiskey when I when I smoke. What? I drink I drink sparkling water. Okay. Hmm. People so are like WTF? Like, what's going on? I'm just like I drink sparkling water because. Number one, it's refreshing. Number two, it refreshes my mouth. And number three, I like the bubbles. Because I've heard of c- cigar and whiskey nights, cigar and wine nights, but never cigar and beer nights. 
I think it's a little bit too heavy. Siggies and beer. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Man, but yeah. So that that's what I would uh, coming back to the oh, initial. Yeah. Like that's what I do. I'll get into cigars a little bit. And I'll get into golf and try to start my business there. Because at the end of the day, like when I and I'm not sure about you boys, not when mm. I think about life, I think about like you know this Christmas period that's gone past. Yep. And there's a good segue into what we're going to talk about. Like I think about my life and go, what's my and I got asked this today is what's my perfect work week look like? Mm. Look like right when in the future, you know, I want to go play golf. <laughs> I want to go hang out with friends. I want to be. I want to do the school drop-offs. I want to be there for my kids, being able to go and and do all of those stuff. And in take the him future. to golf after school. Take him to golf <laughs> after school. Take him to church. Take him to golf. Everything in between. But you know, I can't do that as an employee, right? Mm. I have to I have to work my ass off. So, so yeah. if you make that your business, you know, that's just your lifestyle. Exactly. That's pretty 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 nifty. Yeah. So that's <laughs> why I'm saying like it's 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 part of the, it's part long term like, and so it's part of that like at the end of the day, um, part of that kind of that growth, you know. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. So um, we, we foreshadowed Christmas a lot. So uh, <laughs> yeah, what, what what is this Christmas topic, uh, Augustine? Let's go. What is this Christmas topic? I think it's an important topic. Okay. I think a lot of people, especially what, what is this mm. topic? First of all, well, this topic is about Christmas and commercialization mm. and so how like commercials mm. on TV and stuff like that. Oh, it ties in with yeah. it. That yeah. is an aspect of commercialization. Yeah, cool. Is advertising? Advertising is a huge tranche. Yeah, yeah, of commercialization yeah. it's the projection of how to convey the selling point of your product you know <laughs> um, I think for me like what drew me to this topic was in preparation for Christmas mm. and it was talking to people who were on the verge of tears because they didn't make it in, you know they didn't spare enough time to go Christmas shop oh in tears and, I, and you know, I met people like this and I and you know on one hand it may be funny for people but on, other hand, on the other hand it's like well what well what the hell yeah it's like you. Is it Christmas family time? Like, well, you well, think that. You would think that. You would think that. I, yeah, yeah, I just want to agree with you. Like, yeah. uh, here's here's a question yeah. for you, Ron. Right, and this is a bit of segue to the topic in there. Like, are you a last minute Christmas shopper, or are you someone that plans like months in the head? I I I buy gifts on the most rarest of occasions. On Christmas, you won't find a gift from me. I, I would agree. Same as me. Oh, you like, get one for your birthday, but for Christmas, it's not about you. Mm. It, it, myself, like with my family, we just go out to dinners and yeah. just have a family dinner. Like we I, all chip in or yeah. whatever. Like I will buy wine to mm. give to other families. Mm. I will buy panettone yeah. to mm. give around and share meals that you share as a collective gift. But I will never buy individual gifts for people. Yeah, like I, I've never had that thing. Like I've. Yeah, we just maybe give a box of chocolates or so, yeah, but like yeah. nothing, nothing. I never get stressed. So, so, so is that, sorry, let me because like, sure. is that a family thing, like, or is it something that you've grown like come into? I'd say it's a bit of both. I think yeah. it's I, a bit of both. I think it's a bit of both. Mm. My family, <coughs> they they had the whole process of you know buying, exchanging, mm. in collective gifts and collective gifts. I'm not saying that is in we all contribute towards a gift, but it's a gift that can be shared amongst many people of a family of a different family so mm. to your aunties and uncles you give more, you give food you give drinks mm. um, for us as kids mm. you know my parents got us Christmas presents once in a while mm -hmm. a bit everywhere it was mostly money yep and it, you know it wasn't like extreme amounts of money mm. but it was a f you know, it, was, it was like oh well thank you for that that's very kind of you but for me as I've grown older I've begun to appreciate that even more that it's less that once you move away from that materialistic perspective that I needed something from Christmas to make my Christmas happy, 
meaningful and you know there are people like that you know if they don't get their gift then christmas was a failure christmas yeah. was not happy i think that's an yeah. egotistical way like uh, you know like i yeah, don't sure. get my gift uh, that hurts my ego therefore i like, think well, it's I think, yeah sorry go for it i think it's more material material materialistic yeah, materialistic, materialistic sure yeah because i think the the biggest one I, and the only reason i ask that question is because like i come from question. Yeah. I, I come from a family that had individual presidents and stuff like that but then as a as a man growing up, run right like in the last like five, six, seven years, run right, I realized that Christmas isn't about me, right? Mm. And as as you go down, like Christmas is number one. Christmas isn't about me because as dudes, like I'm super chill. Like you, you buy me like I I always say birthday Christmas. I don't want anything, you know. Go yeah. give it to the poor. Go give it to someone else. Like someone else needs save your money. I don't need it because I'm fortunate enough to have a really good job that I buy my sh- stuff that I need throughout yeah, the year, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. Like as guys, and 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 this may be true for you, like. Whatever we need, we buy throughout the year. That's we don't right. need anything special <laughs> yeah. on 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 the day itself because number one, uh, we want like it's 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 Christmas That's right. with Christ, right? So, but then on the other hand, like I, I see my parents and I see my sister and everyone else, you know, they love Christmas. They love that mm. aspect, or not? Especially young children, like mm. cousins and stuff mm. like that. So, you know, I, I I love to see that interaction. Like obviously coming from a different sort of background, breaking mm. up like where that is and how that. The view of Christmas is because I think like, in general, like we've had this whole like, in the last what what we say guys in the last ten years or fifteen years or so, it's gone from like you know back in the day we would only get something in Christmas you know th- throughout the whole year but now it's we can buy anything we want through the age of internet through the age of everything throughout the whole year. I would year. say I would say yeah. it goes back way longer than that. I would say it goes right back to the industrial revolution. But, 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 but we wouldn't. Mm. But we wouldn't. We wouldn't have the the technology I agree with mm. some, but we wouldn't have the technology or stuff to get what we want now like Amazon eBay oh yeah um, we've made yeah. it easier to yeah, more accessible it easier. Yeah. but it's like it, yeah. I would say like for a young kid growing up I remember mm. that I wouldn't get anything throughout the year mm. right <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't get anything throughout the year I will wait for Christmas or my yeah. birthday the two times in the year that I'll get a present which is Christmas and birthday and that was always been me it's just like I would be good I would do everything you know obviously go to church go to everything like that do my chores do my homework you know go to Christmas on and but I always remember that Christmas was a time that you know I got something mm. right? yeah, yeah, as yeah. in as in I worked my ass off throughout the year to get to this point however like in the in the last 10 years or so I realized that well, the internet's gone. Like, I can just buy it now. I can, I can, I can get it year, now. I yeah. can get it, I can get it now. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. have to wait for it. I'm making yeah. my own money, That's stuff right. like that. And then in the last, like, five years or so, it's just been like, you know, I, you know, our family has done, like, Secret Santa. Okay, everyone mm. gets a present into this. The last two years where it's just like, don't bother, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, cool, don't bother. Because for me, I'm just like, how many Bunnings gift vouchers can I get my father? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, sure. I don't yeah, know, right. it's corny, but like spending time with your family at Christmas is kind of priceless, you know, like, 100%. Just, like, especially your extended family, which you barely see sometimes and catching up with your cousins. Mm. Sometimes people are not close to their family, which is fair, but like, you know, just hanging out, you know, going to mass or whatever, if you're a Catholic mm. and just sharing that time together. Oh, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's a real important aspect of mm. Christmas that, um, I suppose ties in with commercialization mm. is that families are so are far more dysfunctional now than they've ever mm. been in history and what you find with advertising particularly with what you mentioned before about advertising how it ties in well what do you see on every christmas advertisement associated with any particular good right you see a complete family they're all drinking coca-cola <laughs> they're all breaking open the um the ps5 mm. and mm. what it sells is this 
kind of pseudo compassion which says to people who want to lead this Christmas into a new year with a very complete happy family and you need a Coca-Cola to do this. So they're spending time <laughs> with each other, but that, the, the materialism brings them together. It's, it's in a sort of weird way, yeah. It's, it's, now, that's, the, the, that's a, I wouldn't say that in a disingenuous way the, because the there are many families that The focus is on the presence and not on the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like because yeah. I, I think what yeah. is the wrap-up is the presents and up. the items replace what you don't have in your family. Yeah, which is functionality, which mm-hmm. is meaningfulness, is that bond, that that um, that kind of metaphysical bond mm-hmm. that you share with each other. You know, um, I think the best w- words came from Marcus Aurelius who talked about how um, anger is this like temporary, mo- temporary lapse in reason and it harms this kind of surreal... F- no, not physical, but this metaphysical bond that we have with each other. Oh, yeah. So families have always lost this bond in like the last 30 to 40 years. And again, it's, we just see that as a weaponized version of kind of rogue capitalism in a certain way. It's, it's gone rogue and it's said, how can we really commercialize? How can we reprofit on the needs of these people who are very lost and confused? But overall, I, I, I would say again, Without <laughs> being disingenuous, <laughs> mind the cough, everyone. <laughs> but um, I'll get another cough lozenger now. But um, it's it's that there are families that genuinely come together on Christmas, and they do mm. break bread, and they do share in Thanksgiving, mm. and they do share, share in all the kind of transgen, you know, cra- um, all those. Say transgender. <laughs> I was going to say tr- <laughs> transgender. <laughs> I would. Real, real, the, real the, um, the tape. Cut the tape. <laughs> trans transgression. Transcendence. Not transcendence. I forgot what the word was, but it was. um, It's the three um, kind of three properties of like a deity, I suppose. And these properties are what make Christmas important. Uh, We'll we'll, like once we break, I'll go find this word. I'll come back to everyone, (laughs) just so I don't leave people confused. But um, but yeah, it's interesting, Clarence, because it's it's upsetting in a weird in a weird way, but in another way, it's like, well. It's no surprise. Yeah. It's no surprise that in, since eighteen, since the the eighteenth, uh, well, nineteenth century, when the industrial revolution kicked into overdrive, on and we're talking about the wake of the industrial revolution. So this is um, during a time where faith was waning, kind mm. of in the UK. You know, faith was on mm. the lowest point it's been in a long time, and what we had was that people had more disposable income because they provided longer hours, mm-hmm. provided cheaper manufacturing, and you know, the echelon elite saw this mm. and in turns in kind of this kind of turn of the, the kind of last half of the century it was well Christmas is a major selling point more people had more money to spend on toys more people could satisfy that need mm. to buy what they've never had before mm. and psychologically there's studies that show that people who come from poorer bra- backgrounds who then start earning a lot of money tend to have a high tendency to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's right, because they didn't have yeah. that opportunity. Because they never had that opportunity, yeah. right? And then that's a generational thing that's also mm. passed on to other families. Mm. Um, that that's usually said about like why sometimes people had very poor parents, and when they got oh, and then when the parents got had you know stable jobs, the parents got a lot more fat and mm. started feeding the kids more, like you know KFC mm. and stuff like that, and you know overindulging because they knew they never had that growing up. Mm. So it's kind of interesting, um, but. But yeah, what's your what's your thoughts on this, Clarence? What's your thoughts on look I, I, the industrial revolution and well, its consequences? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> go back. Like for me, when I think about it, it's just like I think about how much money we spend on 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 stuff, especially yeah. 
during like hit of November, right? Mm. I think it's like mm. when Black Friday starts, so it's like that, yeah, you know, you know talking about off. Black Friday kicks yeah. off. It's the Christmas season, and look, I'll I'll I'll, I'll bite and say I'm 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 not a um I'm not immune to this. Like I go, oh, what can I get? Right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, um, uh, I'm not a saint or anything like that that says you know you know I never think about a sale, but it's the advertising. Yeah, it, just it, it gets us. you, right? But I do see how much money people spend on. Things I do see how much crap gets thrown out and not recycle, and and the biggest thing for me is just like about quality over quantity, right? Like, um, and I, I think about I think about how much money we spend and where that money can go. I think about you know how much stuff gets thrown out. I think about you know like do we really need all of these things? You know, that's right. Like, can you remember the Christmas presents you got last year? And are you still using it? Mm. What Christmas presents? Hey. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I spend my Christmas present. Yeah, I spend mine. But um, yeah, that's a fair point. You know, but I'm, I always think yeah. about like, you know, at the heart of Christmas is always, mm. you, you know, and also for me, it's it's funny living in Australia because you know you grow up with all the Christmas song on like snow here, snow yeah. there. Yeah, and yeah. in Australia where it's forty two degrees, right? You're just like, okay, this is number one doesn't feel like Christmas because everything is frosty, the snowman, jingle bells, all the sleigh, all the snow, all the coldness. Yeah, it's like and Sandy the Burger. <laughs> yeah, <right>? exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. So number one for me in general, well, that that's a that's a uh, dis- disconnect, disconnect between, right yeah. there. But number two, I see people running around, madless truck, and you, you hit it on the nail, right? People are trying to buy stuff. People are running around on Christmas. The everywhere's full, everywhere's packed. Everyone's mm. pissed off at hell. I'm just like, what what's Christmas this? about? What's yeah. Christmas about? What's like point of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, like why? Why are you getting angry? And and you've seen all those like people just getting like all the um, uh, the f- the fights and stuff. The fights and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I was gonna say that you would like all the Karens around. You know, <laughs> yeah, just right. like, and and I'm just like, what what are we doing? What are we going to this point where, you know, we can't even be civil to one another in this day and age. Like, mm. we can't even do anything. And I just wonder, like, how would our society look if all that money was spent on things that would actually make it better? I and, and I I would say like better education. You know, like actually better like understanding about like you know mental health better understanding better education everywhere else and we we actually use all that money to like aid instead of you know giving away and buying stuff you know spend it into actually you know the faith you know the you know religion spend it into um you know like understanding one another you know and and services that actually help one another you know christmas is about giving right mm. and like but and people mm. giving materials materialistically but like it's not necessarily giving material well here's the thing on right like you buy something how fast and 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 i'm i'm talking about quality right now and this is material like half a thing is made in china thailand bangkok india mm. those things don't last no offense run right you're going to throw it away in about two years it's going to end up in a landfill not recyclable but then christmas comes again in two years exactly and you get, and you the, get the same thing. product but right two years updated I mean, you know exactly so it's always a cycle right like it's, there's no there's no quality over quantity, you know. Yeah, that's it's true. It's quantity, quantity, quantity. We we sit here on quantity all the time. Yeah, that's just what you said before. I'm just thinking mm. back to it. Like it's just fascinating. You said how people were crying. They yeah, people get emotional. Like, I, I, I can't comprehend yeah. that. Like yeah. it's just so you know. Well, foreign. it's it's it's. I it's, understand it, but like yeah. I, I understand that it exists, but like it's just foreign to me. Like you know, people cry and they. Just because of the presents and stuff, you know, it's Christmas. You know? you know, for more people, for for the great majority of people leading up to Christmas, and it's not that they just have to mm. cry. It's just the fact that people are just so stressed mm. 
having to buy something. And you see this anywhere. I mean, you see coming into Christmas even, you know, stores are still open and they're still selling stuff. We, we don't close down stores. We don't tell people to stop shopping, go home. People spend the night before Christmas setting up a Christmas tree made out of plastic. They spend their time wrapping presents that they think will buy their children happiness and the family will come together but the following day for peace. But do you think at the but root of know, it, that yeah. is just an unhealthy family dynamic? Of course it is. It's a broken dynamic. Mm. And, and it's one that And uh, to express exists, love yeah. is through... I mean, it's like one of the love languages, right? Gift giving. Is, is yeah, that one of the... It's, it's gift giving, but in a sense that it's like... Some people's are gift giving, but it doesn't have to be materialistic things, right? Like yeah. spending quality time. And, and I, I think in general, like, and I think you hit it. Uh, I think kind of hitting a nail. It's just like if you're waiting for Christmas to spend time with your family, you made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've every you, other day. Yeah. You, here's the thing. Like, I get it. For mm. People like, for example, your family doesn't mm. live in Perth. I get it. Oh, but yeah, like, yeah. Christmas is a time for you to go visit family and mm. get together. For those dynamics, and you can't e- readily e- easily see your family members. I completely understand. Yeah. Right, Christmas is a time where you make the occasion that people are more compassionate for leave and stuff like that to go see your family. I get that. However, if you live in Perth and your family calls in Perth and you go, oh my goodness, I can't wait for Christmas because I get to see my auntie who lives in Balcatta. Where do you live? Drindalup. That's a 20-minute drive, dude. Like, yeah. Like but again, I think it's like uh, like how back to the conversation about cigars and whiskey. You know, you got to crack it out on a special occasion and Christmas is a special occasion where people come together. Mm. Yeah. But and then that's like an excuse, you know, like hundred percent. It's an excuse. It's 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 for a bigger thing. But then, if you're if it's only once a year, mm. are you really family? Are you doing? Are you building your relationships correctly? Do, do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Like just keep in touch. But like but, sometimes people are awkward. They do like they just say hi and then hi. Yeah, I agree. There's always going to be fi- family dynamics where you don't like someone or mm. you might not enjoy your family members. Right? Fair enough. I get it. But for majority of people, and you hear that, what you go ask them, right? Man, what are you excited for? Oh, you know, just bringing the family together, having Sunday lunch together, getting everyone to come around. I'm like, you know, you could do that any other day, like mm-hmm. any other Sunday, any other Saturday. You can organize the same thing, right? Understandably, like Christmas gives you the excuse, but should really be Christmas be the excuse to bring your family together and have those moments? That's a good mm-hmm. point. Because like I, I hear like a few few friends are talking about they have like a family dinner night on a Tuesday night or something like that, and they consciously have that time exactly and spending time and having exactly it's, it's intentional discipleship intentional like relationship building intentional like ministering if you want to say friendship building whatever it is right family bonding right and and so you don't need Christmas to be the excuse to spend time with your family right you should be spending well <coughs> the love that we have and what Christmas is all but obviously the excuse is there but we should be also be saying like hey look family's family man like as like, long as they're not dysfunctional or anything yeah. well <laughs> dysfunctional families? No, <laughs> never. never. We we don't have any dysfunctional no, families no, we, here. We, in the we show. never have any. Never. I don't know no. if it is. What's a dysfunctional family? Oh, f- yeah, hundred percent agree. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the dynamic, but for I would say like sixty percent of us. Yeah, families are good relationships. We have good families relationship, and and you hear it. Oh, I can't wait for the family to come over. I can't wait for the Sunday lunch with everyone. I can't wait to do this and. To me, I think you know, I, I say I've said it to people. I'm like, I'm like, you can do it any other day, That's any true. other Sunday, That's any true. other Saturday. Why haven't you done this before? If you, if this means so much to you, 
why only Christmas? Yeah, or why? Because Christmas, Christmas is a label that you can put on to make an excuse. Yeah, it's a good excuse. It's a good excuse. It's 100%. a good excuse. One hundred percent. You know, when you take, is it a good excuse or bad excuse? Oh, well, it's a good, no, it's a good excuse from their perspective yeah. because it's it's well, my family gets to come together for this clear one time reason every year, which is that you have to sit at the dinner table, I carve. And you eat the food, and you guys get along for the next six to eight hours. I think I see like Christmas as a yeah. package. Christmas comes with the presents, turkey, specific types of food, and stuff yeah. like that. And people have a a point like, oh, mm. this is what I'm going to make on Christmas. But yeah. for family dinner, I don't know what I'm going to make. Like you know, it's potato baker stuff, which people have on Sundays. You know, like just, you know what I mean. Like it's, it's a specific package that comes at Christmas, and that but people at the same point. It's, remember, it's not about the food, right? It's no, 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 it's about the time. Yeah. It's about the quality. And I think I think we've just misaligned the fact that we, as as what Gus said, we've been so dysfunctional and so consumed with. Consumerism. Consumerism. <laughs> We're consumed with the, the things of that will make us potentially make us happier, cooler. The new iPhone, the new Apple Watch, the new mm. Samsung Galaxy 2000, you know, the um, new shoes, jeans, whatever. They'll make us cooler, better, stronger, faster, cuter, beautiful, more beautiful. And then we take photos of it on social yeah, media exactly. and then we just right. don't hang out with our family. We, we're, so, sure. we're, so, we're so tantalized with that. We forgot us. how to actually... Be human beings and be present and be present with our family and be like talk like. That's how we should cigar smoke with all of our family members. <laughs> <laughs> to well, a certain degree, <laughs> to a certain degree, yeah. I think the, uh, yeah. again, going back, it depends on who the people <laughs> yeah, are yeah, and whether yeah. they want to smoke. School, the kids can drink whiskey too, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't disrespect the whiskey like that, man. Some good whiskeys I've had in the last couple of days. Uh, I remember when I was young, my uncle gave me beer and I hated it. I, like it was just salty, and I never. Salty. Actively drink salty. beer since salty beer. Yeah, it was just really, really like. <laughs> I'm questioning what beer he's been yeah. drinking. That's it salty. was bad beer. The, the beer I grew up with, uh, I didn't grow up with beer. But <laughs> let's say hypothetically, let's say hypothetically, I was tasting beer growing up. Hypothetically, yeah. It was. I was just never used to the bitter taste. A bit. The I think that's the, the hops. Taste, yeah, the hops yeah, yeah. taste I was never used to. Yeah, that's why I just high. never go out of my way to yeah. drink beer. Yeah, understandable. Like understandable. I drink port wine. When they, I want to have that occasion, but that's yeah. sweet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, back, but we'll, we'll go on a break. We'll come back soon. Your opinions, your voice. Welcome to The Verdict, only on IPL Radio. Welcome back to The Verdict. I'm with Clarence and I'm with Augustine. And Let's go. What is the true meaning of Christmas? Oh. oh. No, nah, definitely commercialising. Just buying as much stuff as you can. Coca-Cola. Right. Coca-Cola. 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 Coca-Cola, Apple, and, and, and Teslas, right? Mm, Those that's three it. People buy Teslas for Christmas? Mate, all day. I bought six the other day. Yeah, I really drove a Tesla last week. It was fun. You drove a Tesla? No, I drove a Tesla. My yeah, you drove a Tesla. That's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, it was an interesting experience did, to go or, super fast. Or did the Tesla drive you? That's very, very uh, metaphysical. Yeah. It took your masculinity. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> you did, does commercialism run Christmas or did commercialism run you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think the conversation question. was, Gus, and yeah. we were talking this off the break. Uh, what was it? Like, what does Christmas mean? Yeah, like, what, is, yeah. what is Christmas nowadays? Like, What, what is, is the Christmas? definition of Christmas? Well, Christmas is like, now, what Christmas is nowadays is that it's, it's international it's mm-hmm. interreligious and it's intercultural. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by this is that everyone celebrates Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's not that everyone celebrates it differently. It's that everyone celebrates it the same way, which is gift giving. And it's not that gift giving is, is a bad thing. 
But it's to the extent people have gone through. I mean, you look at Christmas anywhere. You don't have to go to like, I'm not saying you have to go to freaking, you know, the US and go compare the US to Australia. I'm saying if you go to Thailand, Christmas is celebrated the same way there as it's celebrated here. There is a gift giving aspect. There is a buy something. And in return, someone, you make someone's day. So wherever you go, Christmas is universal and it's commercialism. Yeah, in an aspect it is. And it's, it's kind of interesting because nowadays we've kind of, taking that aspect of making it accessible to so many people that it's hard to keep it consistent I, I would yeah. agree with you that there are I, I, I'm not gonna di- I'm not gonna I'm gonna agree with you but I'm also gonna disagree yeah, in, go in terms it. in terms of um, just like it's I agree with you it's the same everywhere it's a gift giving aspect yeah. but then I also think about like you know European countries where they've got the traditions like you know the yeah. uh, the um, Nordic countries have really, really interesting traditions like, mm. uh, during Christmas time. But then you also got some Asian traditions as well that that, that, that happen, right? And I, yeah. I don't disagree that like it has hit everywhere, and that you'll find aspects of commercialism and buying and selling and the gift giving part of it. But I would, I would, I would kind of say that yes, that is prevalent and 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 true to to our societies. But I would also say there are some traditions that are still being held true, right? Like, oh no, of course, yeah. yeah. So I, I would say that. Like you, you can go around and, and, and like the common factor in everything is going to be yeah, buying, giving and selling, right? Hundred percent agree with that. Commercialization, buy material, sell it, you know, send it to whatever. But then I also th- I also like the fact that, you know, some countries still uphold those traditions that they have. Yeah. Traditional traditions. And I think that's what's missing for some countries who don't have those traditions. I think the the countries that don't have the traditions like are the ones that are suffering more from commercialization and the materialization, like you know those 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 countries that have, you know the snow, the Nordic countries, you know mm. the Swedes who who actually experience that. You know they've got those traditions of you know tucking in bed, you know going those things. Like you know obviously there's the gift giving aspect, but I I know there's I can't name many of the top of my head, but I know there's a lot of traditions in those Eastern European countries as well that they do right based on family tradition, based on hundreds of years, based on the people and stuff, which I really like that aspect of, which I think is missing mm. in, in cultures like... So do you think uh, Christmas in third world countries is the rawest form of Christmas? You know, they don't no. have much money to spend <laughs> no, and no, give each other Because what, what is the rawest form of Christmas, what? if not... If family not. time, uh, well, spending well, time, and, you know... You not know, really. Religi- no. Religion. Not really. Uh, it's, it's the religiosity yeah. of Christmas. It yeah, is the, the Christ yeah. mass... And I think without the access to the money, which, you know, you can just... Yeah. Oh, I have no doubt that they have a a roar inside as to what it might... Because, again, it depends which communities we're talking about. Because there are communities in the most poorest areas of India who celebrate Christmas with a mass for Christ. Mm -hmm. And there are people in other communities who probably celebrate it for something totally different, but have it in, like, a very raw form. So, again, you wouldn't need to go to a third world or developing country to see what a Christmas would look like if it wasn't commercialized. But I think that's the whole, a bit like, mm. like again, what Cla- kind of reiterating what Clarence is saying is that, you know, tradition provides that underlying value to something. It's something that goes beyond just simply, oh, when my dad did it, it's, it's DNA, it's inherited. It's, it's, it's in the root, in the culture. Yeah, it's rooted in the culture. It existed, you know, before you did, before your dad did. Okay. And before, like, yeah, sorry, pilot coughs. It's such a generational experience. Yeah. And, and I think, mm. like, I find Australia very, very different because <coughs> I think in general Australia doesn't have that. I, I'm not, mm. not going to bag out Australia and say that it doesn't have the culture. I think it has its own, but not deep-rooted 
culture in in, in we, what Christmas should be. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we've got what what do we do on Christmas? Put shrimps on the barbie. Yeah, just go out I to think, the beach. I think beach. We, we, we have yeah. we have that cultural identity and we have that tradition. Mm-hmm. The difference is is that we've let it go because we could say the exact same thing about the US, we could say the exact same mm-hmm. thing about Europe that have let go of mm-hmm. traditions in the name of modernity, in the name of this kind of progressive touch mm. on everything that we do and by pro- progressive touch I mean that new idea it has to be different it has to be <laughs> unique <laughs> man that was unique uh, I'll get out of sentence clear clear what you said before like Australia we don't have snow and stuff like that so we gotta make our own Christmas but we don't have a, a, a an imprint to look at because that's well, just we don't need snow. For, sorry, we don't need snow. For yeah, Christmas, we don't need, no, 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 we definitely don't need snow for Christmas, hundred percent. But it's it's. I, I I was talking in the sense of the commercialization, right? Yeah. Frosty the Snowman, uh, Jingle Bells, yeah. you know, sleighs all the way, snow on the roof, um, you know, Santa Claus yeah. on the chimney. I'm talking. Uh, that was what I was mean by the the commercialization okay. of, of Christmas in terms of you know the songs that we've been hearing for our whole lives that um. play. On the Winter oh, Wonderland aspect. Winter Wonderland, right? <laughs> the moment November, like, the moment, like, yeah. November, mid-November comes up, you know, Mariah Carey's going to be on. on and, you know, yeah, Michael Bublé's going to make his and annual... And the Wham! Last Christmas. Yeah, exactly. You know, all two of them. And, and so that's why I was going. That's 100% agreed that, you know, most Southern Hemisphere would never see a snow for Christmas ever yeah. in their lives. Or if it happens... Something gone wrong with the climate. That's interesting. You know the song, the Mariah Carey song, in the last Christmas. That, that's just all dealing with like love and stuff during Christmas. Mm. It's just like dealing with a lover or dealing without a lover. Like, yeah. what's the? It just what set are, during what, Christmas. I think that's the problem. It's like, what does a lover have to do with Christmas? Like, all I want for Christmas is <laughs> you. Yeah. And then last Christmas, no, like, I gave you my heart. Well, I don't want like, you. Yeah. But it's like you maybe you've removed the whole point of Christmas because, well, put it this way: we traded Christmas carols for. For that, what's for her that, name? Uh, what's what, her name? Chris again? Holiday songs. Yeah, for well, what's her name again? Sorry, oh, Mariah Carey. For Mariah Carey, right? Yeah. We we traded, sat, we've we've ta- we've taken away the idea of of Saint Nicholas to say who he is, and replaced, replaced him with, with a this, woman. This funny, oh, well, <laughs> we've replaced him with this funny fat man called Santa Claus. <laughs> that everyone's everyone's forgotten who Santa Claus references. Everyone forgot has forgotten what the red means, mm. and we've taken and replaced these things, and we've got okay. Well, Christmas is complete now. And kids see Santa Claus, but they don't know who Santa Claus really was, who he represents. And in saying that, it's I think the Polish people have, people have a really good saying. It's Schwenta, Schwenta, Epo Schwenta, which means Christmas, Christmas, no more Christmas. And the whole idea was that they have Christmas, they have Christmas, and now Christmas is gone. Okay. And it's disappeared, and it's not what it used to be. And I think that's a very unique kind of kind of slang saying that's kind of carved its way into society now which is that Christmas even in the roots of Poland which is you know I wouldn't consider it the you know it has just a lot of the traditional value and it is fighting for it mm. even they realise that they can't hold on to it because it's such a cultural struggle it's a generational struggle to hold on to what Christmas means because you're asking people who have never believed to hold on to a belief that they've never been able to truly experience which mm. is like which is the Christ part of Christmas. Do you think it's like yeah. the accessibility factor? Because Australia is a secular country, so yeah, yeah. they got to appeal Christmas, but 
remove the religion and like happy Xmas and stuff so like that's the that. problem you can't just create a voidless state and expect nothing to so feel so it's like. just so pretty much yeah. it's just solely gift giving that's the point of Christmas that's the problem well it's they, they want it to be that but it's not that it, mm. it's, it's, it's totally the opposite of that it's, yeah. it's, it's so devoid of really anything it's, isn't it well it's celebrating yeah. the birth of Jesus well that's the whole point I mean you know and take it from this you don't have to be a religious person you could be agnostic or atheist but if you cannot admit that there is a beauty to celebrating Christ's birth and you see the parade, you see the civility, you see how people act, you see people saying, wow, on this night in Bethlehem, Christ was born. Wait, Rudolph I, the Red-Nosed Reindeer wasn't there. He wasn't there. Spoiler alert, guys. He was a, a venison steak somewhere. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but I think that's the whole point is that you, you don't have to be religious to see the significance. But you've got to be reverent and you've got to understand it. Well, yeah, you got to understand it, and you know your reverence should just be respecting the origin, of how the people feast. come together behind it. I think that's such an important aspect. Did you say Christmas is a feast? Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It definitely is. Oh, and obviously, yeah, the feast yeah. of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Feast you don't. You huh? <laughs> Come on, you got this no. one. Nah. No, I mean, like, yeah, usually yeah. associated with a holiday. Like, I never. You know, obviously, yeah, it is a feast, but, yeah. like, I never called it a feast, you know, like... And Clarence, mean, what do you think about this? Because, like, remembering how it is a feast, it's like, well, people don't... It, people take... So, when you have this state that exists, and you remove the state, you remove a portion of the state, it becomes voidless. Mm-hmm. Something has to fill that void. Exactly. So, when the underlying value of Christmas is taken away, and you take away the Christ part of Christmas, and you just have the miss part, M-A-S, mass, then what actually happens to Christmas... No Who fills the void? People think that it's filled with what, the joyful laughter of children. No, it's filled with human nature. Right, it's like X is like human in, nature in, fills in, X it. X and like yeah. algebra. That's like yeah. the unknown. Like well, yeah. X miss. Someone like, has to fill it's it. It's unknown. And <laughs> in this unknown condition, this unknown variable is now human nature where it comes and fills this void, right? Mm. And by human nature, I mean the choice of right and wrong, the good or bad option. And when you leave it up to people like us to decide in a humanist way, mm. Oh, well, we know what Christmas should be. Well, then you're going to have bad people come in and say, well, Christmas should be this. When you have a constant that was Christ celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. It's it's, it, it's like the definition yeah. doesn't change. It's, it's just there. The it's, it's not voidless. It's, it's, it's always like been the this, moment yeah. you open up the definition yeah. to open up changes to a definition, like you allow the definition to change. What is the actual definition of Christmas? Go on the Wikipedia page. It's all Britannica. Wikipedia. Britannica. I love Wikipedia. I love the love of my life. Wikipedia. What Wikipedia is, is Christmas? So good. Christmas <laughs> is traditionally a Christian festival celebrating the birth of Jesus, but like what is the actual definition? That, that is the definition. That is by definition. That Christmas. By definition, yeah. it's, an, it's, okay. a religi- it's a yeah. it's a religious holiday that cel- in the Christian sense that celebrates the birth of Jesus Christ. An annual festival. I never heard of Christmas associated as a festival. <laughs> it's not a festival. It's not a festival. From outside a perspective, it's it, a festival. It, look, from if you look at if you are coming from let's say you've lived in the jungle for many years and what you have to avoid void of everything. Um, <laughs> that's what it looks like, right? All these people coming together like being happy, singing all the songs, yeah. Yeah. it looks like a festival. Like yeah. if you never saw what a festival looks like or, you know, never spent Christmas. And I, I, and I was reflecting as, as we were saying about this one, right, like how far we've gone for Christmas uh, and how, like, I, I, was, I, I was trying to recollect the story and I got told mm. this recently. Oh, I heard it, I saw it somewhere. So, mm. sorry, I can't remember where it was. And it was someone who said that, you know, their uncle looks like, has a really great big beard and mm. normally he, he, gets, he gets paid to go around um, dressing up as Santa. Oh, yeah. And going to visit up the kids, blah, blah, blah. 
So he was at a school or somewhere one day, and they, he goes, ho, 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 Merry Christmas, everyone. Mm. And he got told, <laughs> so he's, he's also Catholic. Yeah. He goes, oh, you, the teacher goes, you can't say, you can't say your <laughs> Santa. <laughs> Merry Christmas, and you can't say your Santa, because some people don't celebrate Christmas. And uh. he goes, well, you have paid me to be Santa. Like, this is what you guys have paid me to do Good and guide me to, to come here. So who am I, Genghis Khan? Yeah, so then he goes, <laughs> oh, but, oh, so, so, you know, you can't be Santa Claus, people don't understand, but you can call yourself St. Nicholas. And I'm just going to myself, like, and he goes, you know that St. Nicholas is like a Catholic, like, Christian, like, you know, like, you, you, mm. so you're saying that there's multiple religions and you can't use Santa Claus, but yet you're allowing me to use St. Nicholas? Mm. As my name Father Christmas Like not even Father Christmas It was St. Nicholas It was literally And and I got told this story I'm like How stupid is that You go There there are many people There are many religions here Right And that's how like How distorted That Christmas And and what we've come down to You're not allowing me To use Santa Which is What I thought was The P Like the PC Inverted commas Whatever right It's it's generic Santa But then you allow me To use like You don't want to offend the other religions, but you're allowing me to use. But you're s- using Santa a religion, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So I'm just like, and I, I heard this story, and I was just reflecting on it on how like distorted, like you were saying, yeah. distorted Christmas is taking out the Christ. We don't understand what Christmas is. We don't understand the value of Christmas. You know, we're allowing everyone to celebrate it. The definition of Christmas changes. The definition, everything changes. So you know, the, to some aspect, like which I really like seeing, it's, and it's quite funny, right? Because, like, I go around seeing, like, Christmas decorations and how many people put the nativity up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you go to this church, the city, and when you see, when I see a nativity, I go, man, this, this, like... It's a rare sight. It's yeah, rare, you rare don't see it anymore. There was you one in the shopping center, which I saw, which is pretty cool. Yeah, really? so, so that, that doesn't, as um, I mean, like... Garden like, City, it, I think. It's a rare location. Like, the fact that people, everyone is, what, what's a Christmas decoration? Tinsel? Candy yeah. canes, yeah. snowman, Christmas snowflakes, Santa Claus. Like Santa Claus, whatever occasion, right? The, when I walk around, I look at the Christmas decoration. I look and say, okay, who's putting up the nativity? Or even some sort of like, like it doesn't have to be full nativity, right? Mm. I, I'll break it down. Just the Holy Family. Yeah, the Holy Family. Or just like, even like something similar to an angel, right? And an and, and, and angel, right? You go look hard, right? Yes. And I just go look at it. And when I see someone, I'm like, well done. Even they, with they the Christmas house uh, light shows and stuff like that, when you see a nativity and none, no, I've seen quite oh, a I've few. Seen, I've seen one or two. I, 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 I understand. But it's rare. Well, well, it's very rare nowadays, yeah. right? But it's like that's that's what Gus was saying. It's like, it's like Christ in Christmas, you know, Christ Mass, Christmas, like, and nowadays it's just gone so far that we've forgotten, like, what Christmas truly is. It's celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior, right? We've gone so far, and and linking in with the commercialization, materialism, linking in with culturally what we've, we we have, and, and and as a culture as a whole, we've lost that. Regardless, and I think in general we've lost that to a certain degree. Is because, like number one, we don't have we don't have I'm going to say it in the nicest way we don't have educated people. No, we don't have very many educated people. But also another uh, another point in time is we. We are now only getting people who know the faith and love the faith, defending the faith. But since I would say probably the sixties, fifties, sixties, we had just people fall in the faith because it's fall of the faith, right? I'm Catholic because I'm Catholic. Mm. My mom and dad are Catholic, so I'm Catholic, all right? But not really go down and delve deep into the Catholic faith. And then we had this resurgence in the last year of like I don't 
the Catholic faith doesn't mean much to me. I don't know what the Catholic faith is. But mm. then our parents or the older people couldn't defend it because we didn't have that backing of it. And now we are facing this distort of everything that's going on, the attack on religion, the attack on Christmas, attack on wherever, right, where we have distort. Because yeah, this whole attack on yeah. Christmas thing, I've heard it like your... Uh, Christmas is a is attack, not Merry Xmas or like put Merry Christmas. You know, like Happy Holidays, mate. Yeah, Happy Holidays. What, what is that a recent? That's been always a thing, right? I think it's been a thing, but it's been more prevalent in the last probably five five years or so. Because I saw like a lot of political. So, it's like no, we're not Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas. You know. Yeah, yeah I, I, and and this is this is where then you now start seeing the 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 far extreme sides of things, right? Yeah. Where you push it too far of not having that clear conduct of of, of what it truly means in definitions. You have start seeing the, the far left and the far right going at it at the same time. No, it's happy holidays. No, it's Merry Christmas, get lost. And, and, and What are you celebrating? Christmas, right? Yeah. And by the end of the day, it's just like as, as we've become, as we've become culturally, try to be culturally sensitive to everyone, we forget that some things, unfortunately, st- like started with religious sense, religious starting, but yet we are insensitive to the um, historics origin and the origin stories that we are trying to desensitize and play to one, but in lieu of shutting down and putting down another. That's what it's come down to. It's not valuing both. It's valuing one over the other, and appealing to the common denominator. Yeah, exactly. All right. It's not the gone are the days where you could have go down the street and have a logic, reasonable conversation with someone that doesn't end with with you saying either someone's throwing at you or saying you're a bigot or you don't understand anything. And there's no logical conversation anymore. It's either oh you you're effed or you don't believe what I am, etc. and stuff like that. Like. And and gone are the days of logical conversation, the logical reasoning with people, right? It's either they don't want to listen, they don't have the conversation, and it's also, you know, I, I'm generalizing here. There are a lot of people that will be good, but majority of the people will be, nah, man, you're you're cooked or whatever, and 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 that's where it comes down. So only like during Christmas, there's a lot of snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think in general, it's like as we come to. Yeah, I I don't know how to put it. Like, it's it's interesting to see how the culture and and Christmas and and holidays and like even like coming up Australia Day, the whole issues around Australia Day, all, all of this oh, stuff. How that, the date yeah, stuff. how how yeah. that unfolds. Like, I I I can't comment on Australia Day because number one, I've I'm I'm not I'm not the um, uh, I'm not a traditional landowner, right? So I I can never, uh, but. I, I can see both sides of the story. Where I landed it, I, I don't know, right? Like, and, and to me, like, that's, like, I'm part of Australia, right? But at the same point, it's just like, hmm, like, I, I, I see the situation, um, but then, you know, like, where, where, like, what's next, you know? What, hmm. what, what for, else can we change? Yeah, for, for me, it's like, what's next, right? Are we going to change, you know? Like what Australia's colours look like? Are we going to strain the name of Australia? Like what? What's next? You know what? If we, it's similar to the debate on like and for me like euthanasia and stuff like that, right? Like when we open the doors, the floodgate opens. It just doesn't creep open for a little bit. It allows you to open the floodgates for everything. But just like uh, back to Christmas, like again, like with uh, mm. this December twenty fifth, 
they're like, oh, it's not exactly when Jesus was born. That's just a universal day. Mm. Well, what do you say to that? Is that is that true or is that? Oh, mate, now you're asking the hard questions, mate. It's you know you're asking all the hard questions, but I would say that look, it's not necessarily, but it's the closest date that we've come to and generalize it straight from from beginnings, right? Mm. So because there's no calendars back then. Exactly, but yeah. it's, it's the closest date we can come to, and and the world has before us many many generations before us have come to celebrate the birth of Christ right who am I to say it's different when it's become you know how whenever the date became it's interesting because right? Easter can be a different day but Christmas can't you know <laughs> what do you have to say about that Augustine I don't think any of it matters yeah. it doesn't matter no I think I think people always pick these fights which are like because mm. um, it's Easter I, Sunday not Christmas Sunday yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, but it's 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 this idea that people pick these fights to try and prove a point, which is like, what's the point? Oh, they're trying well, to prove? if if you can't exactly pinpoint in the time in history that this event occurred, then the whole event is flaw is is just is is fraudulent. You know, it's flawed, and it no longer matters. But they always forget that the whole point of Christmas itself is to show that there is significance to coming together behind a traditional value that unites people regardless of race, regardless of creed, regardless of culture. Maybe not regardless, regardless of, of religion. <laughs> no, not really regardless of religion. Come together and celebrate something that's inherent to Western civilization. Yeah. That was part of the crux of our existence as Australia, which is that element of Christendom. So it's like, you know, it's interesting because like, you know, when people say that, I'm just like, you could Google it and it could take you 30 seconds to find content that says this is why it's on the 25th and content that says this is why it's on the 25th and it's wrong you know what I mean it's just like well it depends who you read <laughs> yeah I mean technically <laughs> like if you want my opinion that you're going to hear me say it is the 25th you want someone else is going to hear someone say it's not the 25th like even our but, year you know, right? it like, doesn't matter like the, 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 the Christian significance like is this year technically 2023 AD yeah so, it's, like, it's 2023. It's the year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> but what's the, what's the other the other thing which people say for AD and BC? Like they they use something else instead of before Christ. They they say something else, right? For BC, do they? I think so. That's what I've heard. Like they say. Have you heard anything else? Don't know what. Don't know what you're reading. <laughs> okay. I don't yeah. know BC and AD. Yeah. Unless unless it's like. Oh, yeah. Talking about do you take zero as. Christ's death or do you take zero something like that but like uh, some people oh it's a 33 years yeah yeah so Zero. Well, it depends. Yeah. I have to see what the uh, well for my faith what the catechism says. Mm. Yeah. But I I can't. No, 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 no that, That's where it's at. Thirty three. Yeah. It's like are you plus thirty three? Like where does your zero start? Well, does, whatever yeah. the church says. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I think that's what. You, yeah. It's like where does the zero start? Does the zero start at Christ's death, or does the zero start at Christ's birth? Oh, it's a death. It yeah. says AD. Uh, it's like a death. resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> it's sorry. <laughs> it's 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 it's. it's, uh, it's um, I yeah. would have to see what the catechism says, yeah. but yeah, it yeah, is yeah. the death. I'm pretty sure. It's, yeah. yeah. It's just interesting. Like our society is just so Christian orientated. Like yeah, people don't realize it, but you've been living it. <laughs> you've been living it every day of your yeah. life. <laughs> and you only have a problem with it now because to you it's no longer significant because it carries the burden of everything Christianity stands for which is all the elements of responsibility that fall on you and I'd like to point out very clearly that there are there are different elements there are different you know aspects of Christianity you know Catholics Protestants Orthodoxy 
it, it's different. It's different. They're lay Protestants. Okay. Well, well, I wouldn't say that even, but like you know, they're, it, they're all different. So I, when people get you know, upset about the whole Christian question, it's like, well, what are you upset at? You have to really pick and choose because people seem to generalize the faith. They generalize every aspect of. They're just upset because you're trying yeah. to change their opinion, and they have that pride with their opinion that they don't want yeah. to be shaken. And yeah, no, that's yeah. It's it's, and people can say, well, why aren't you prideful about the Christian faith? And it's like, well, no, I'm proud to be Christian, and I'm proud of everything that it's offered me. And if my pride was a well-structured family, anti-usury, and a government that cared about you, then I really don't see where you're coming from. <laughs> so do you want to talk about the liberals now? <laughs> no. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, liberal party or like the liberal, like progressive. No, 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 no. do you have any thoughts on that? Any, any, anything you'd like to say about? Um, um yeah, it's it's just been a like. <sighs> I say this in as, as I age in life. Yeah. As I age in life, it's always interesting. As I ripen in life. As, as I ripen <laughs> in life to the six foot underground. As I, <laughs> as I dry age. As, as I dry age. As I ferment. Like, what, what do they say with wine? Like, wine gets better with age. Like, what, what's the process? Fermentation or? Aging. Is it aging. just aging? Is that it's what aging. it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just aging a wine. Yeah. As okay. I age in my own skin. <laughs> you age in your skin. <laughs> as I age in my own skin. Grow my own skin. I, 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 yeah, it's, it's hard. I like, I, I think about, well, and, and as we talk about this, you know, I think about my future family, like mm. future sons yeah, and daughters, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, and what they are going to have to go through when they grow up, you know, like I, th- I, I, I try mm. to see like, I always like, I think for me, I, I'm a thinker on, um, this might be good or bad, but like future states, like scenarios and stuff like that. I, I think to myself, like, like I'm I'm living this now. Like, where am I going to be? Where's my kids going to be in thirty years? Like, what are they going to go through? Right when I'm sixty, and I've kind of went, yep, I've done everything I've we chose in my life. Like, hopefully, I'm married, have a beautiful wife, kids, um, you know, settle down, you know, have have a, whatever, right? Wherever that takes me, and I go, what will my kids have to face? But you don't like, know. Yeah, no, hundred percent. But like, like we you, don't know about COVID. You, no, no, we see the trend, right? I'm yeah. talking about trends. Oh, yeah, yeah, like you trend. see the trends of what we're talking about right now. And I always wonder myself, like, what will my kids, like, what will my kids see? What will my kids, like, be? What will my kids, like, um, having to face? Like, if I'm facing this now, mm. is it going to get better? Or is it going to get worse? <laughs> you know, like, we're at the cusp of the point where it's either going to go one way, right? It's either going to get better and we, we go, okay. Like, always going to get worse. Like, mm. and, and I always wonder where, where's the needle going to point to when my kids come into play. It depends you know? on your perspective of better and worse, you know. Well, well, I would say we've gone f- like as a Catholic, we've gone further from the truth in our modern day society, right? We've gone further from like taking out all the religious aspects from our Western world, taking out all the religious aspects of what it is, like taking all that out to make it into just a plain white cardboard thing mm. right commercial property white back whitewashed right whitewashed mm. whatever that looks like so I, I say to myself like we've done so much to de-religionize is that a word de-religionize um, well it is now sure it, yeah. <laughs> Let's well, go you, you know what I mean yeah, right? yeah, we, I know we, what you mean you, yeah, yeah. We, we've done so much to de-religionize well, it's like what secularize oh, secularize yeah whatever. secularize everything that I, I go to myself, like, what will my kids see? Like, will, will Christmas just be like, you know, dystopic, like, I think to myself, dystopic yeah. future where it's just like, like, uh, like a non-gendered human figuroid that has like yeah. gray pants and saying like, 
enjoy holidays like you know like what is my what is the future hold right if we're going down this point and, and like killing it you know like mm. what does my future hold like i'm thinking like tron style where it's like everyone's having that same gray outfit you know yeah. everyone's just like having their head shaved you know like you know yeah, that's just jail bro like that <laughs> but you know what i'm saying like we live in that kind of like yeah, dystopic know, society where it's just like everyone's the same everyone is just becoming yeah. one and the same and, exactly. and not to offend anyone just to be the greatest grayest neutral exactly you know like that's that's what like i i think obviously like hopefully that doesn't happen yeah. but like i think to myself what are my kids are going to feel whether their kids going to face mm. whether they're my grandkids great grandkids great great grandkids going to face you know yeah i think it's an interesting point because it's it's kind of well, what you were saying was you know what are the struggles of my well, you know, what, what are my struggles and then what will my kids struggles be yeah. and it's it's partially coming down to well what struggles will evolve and change and what struggles will actually wipe themselves out mm. right like you know maybe the struggle of housing won't exist because you know maybe there won't be houses anymore <laughs> <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know and then maybe debt won't be a problem yeah. because society collapses but it's it's an interesting perspective to kind of ask people who wish for change and want consistent change mm. and to update traditions because it's old and outdated mm. it's where do you draw the line in change where what happens mm. where do you get to a point when you've merged every single color that made something yeah. beautiful into something that's incoherent it's messy it's totally devoid of the original yeah. life it had the idea that Santa Claus mm. could just be a grey figure that is neither male nor female mm. and it's just like it well, sounds where absurd did you, but that's a yeah. certain possibility uh, that, that's yeah. what I mean right like it's at what point does it become too much do you know what I yeah. mean like at what point does it now mean like it's too much like you like change fatigue right mm. at what point do you go whoa 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 time out here guys like slow time, down slow time, down yeah. no no not it's slow down Stop. Time out. Stop. Stop. Yeah, sure. I think like, it's a regression of the polarization, so it just can't offend anyone. Yeah, yeah. But at, at some point is when does your when does the objective truth trump the subjective nature? Well Because at the end of the day it's a subjective nature, right? It depends on if society is becoming more spiritual or secular. But and it, yeah, and and uh, and, and the, the 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 cost benefit risk well, of yeah, you're which exactly part, right. You know? it, it it really depends on the nature of you're talking about the nature of what <laughs> society tends to follow and it's trend like with. You, you're asking people who are some of the most nihilistic, some of the most agnostic and atheist in belief, who have little care for the original values that propped up their culture. You're asking them to then come into your shoes and say, well, from my perspective as a Christian or Catholic, this is what we need. And it's like, well, I understand where they're coming from. I understand that it's hard for them to kind of accept what we're offering on the table, what we've put up on the table, because it's... It's to them. It's it's the most irrational thing ever because it asks them to put to put humility before pride. It asks them to put passion after you, you know, put, put your you know, what was it? Um, passion kills humility. You know, mm. it's like I'm asking you to think about the next fifty years because I fear that we won't be here for that long. And people can fight different battles of saying, you know, it is a climate change battle or it's a battle of cultural ideas and identities. But for me, it's like, well, you look at the current state the world is in and it's no surprise to me that people, you know, and I always tell boomers this and they always go, oh, well, you know, you're just because just you're one of them. You know, you're just, an, just one of the millennial kids, you know. And it's like, well, are you surprised that people my age are, are turning out to like total tankies? 
Mm. I mean, communists. Is that surprising for people? Mate? Is that you see the world that yeah, we yeah, live yeah. in, and you see the debauchery, you see the degeneracy and the decadence of the society mm-hmm. that we live in, and it's like, well, I feel sorry for these people, and I don't mean that as an insult to everyone who doesn't believe, you know, everyone on the left of the spectrum, every progressive person that I met, but it's like, I I kind of understand where I understand where you're coming from, mm. and I understand that when we propose these ideas by saying, well. You need this meaning because you're asking people, you're asking, you're giving, well, this is what it is. This is what it is. And the right is guilty of this also, more like the centrist right Mm. is guilty of this, is that you're giving power to corporations and megatech companies, firms and globalist organizations to come in and tell you what you should watch, what you should watch. Yeah, yeah, right. What what the next thing. Sounds like you're describing Disney. Well, it is Disney. No, no, we I'm hate just, Disney. I'm Me just saying, um, it's just being the devil's advocate here. Yeah. Like, if every society becomes the most neutral, grey yeah. thing, that will lessen the need for conflict and just everyone just. Is it the but it's a, that's world a, that's a very comfortable thing, and yeah. people forget that you're lessening the need for conflict. But 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 by who? By who standard? Because if I look at Asian countries, I look at Africa, and I look at um, many elements of like Western Europe. Do you think they're going to come here and be like, oh, wow, you've made it really easy for me to exist in? No, they're probably going to turn around and be like, what the hell's wrong with you Australian people? <laughs> you know? yeah. What what the hell are you people believing in? They I literally mean, will take a step off the plane, look outside. And go, nope. <laughs> take a step <laughs> right back on the plane. <laughs> what the hell is that? I mean, Why is my pilot got Z-Zerm on their badge? Like, <laughs> really? I mean, yeah. from a world perspective, if every culture taken that approach, the world would be just neutral well everyone has to be different it's like stop being comfortable and stop trying to conform and bring everyone together everyone is inherently different mm. people from Singapore who are made up of all the different uh, you know the, the, you've got the ethnic Chinese you have the Indians you have the Pakistani minorities they all believe different things and the whole idea is that we don't want everyone just to come into our country and just be like come into an aid country and just be like oh, we all get along that's not going to happen mm. that just doesn't it's happen you're foregoing yeah. human nature you're foregoing cultural transcultural norms and you're asking people to all integrate and work together that's not how the world works like, like there's a big push for diversity but yep. there's a gr- at the same time a neutrality like yeah. you know you were saying like with the Santa like a, like a just this most neutral thing mm. but it's diverse. Like, wh- what is diversity at the end of the day now? Like, is it just diverse? What is diverse? <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> like, is it the, the society's pushing meaning of diverse what it is now? Like, I just... It's, it's back to the same conversa- conversation I have of definitions, right? Yeah. Definition of diverse has changed. It's different. And, right? like... It's the, definition, the definition keeps changing of what diversity is. Is from right, like yeah. it's not the same. Like if you talk diversity back in the day, it was like, okay, diversity back in the day would have been like, of like, like you talk about through the ages, you go look through the ages of like diversity of color, mm. of people's skin color, right? Mm. Then you got diversity of, of like sexual uh, orientation. Sexual. Well, that's that's recent. We we got then after that the diversity of color it was diversity for women. Right, oh. and that stayed throughout the case of women being able to vote, diversity of, of right. So back in the day, it was diversity of thought, which was the best thing because we could have different thoughts and ideas, and it was still okay, right? But then it changed, and it starts keeps changing, and diversity has changed throughout the years of what diversity really means. In today's day and age, diversity is what like acceptance of all the genders, mm. acceptance of uh, all religions, all religions, all, all sexualities of all different things, and right so. 
you know diversity is is based on 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 a culturally on culturally what is the most um accepted thing at this point in time right is that a good thing is that a bad thing <laughs> if I, everyone's I, I super know. no one is <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I I believe in 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 gender thought and uh, of diversity in thoughts and genders and everyone being able to to contribute and able to that. But then at the same point, it's I you know I think to myself it's how far is too far kind of thing. Mm. You know, how far have we dug the rabbit hole? How far do we go down the line to you know um, to be diverse? You know, mm. like and again, not to deny anyone's humanity or not to deny yeah, anyone's. Course personable like yeah. uh, persons or or how they identify anything it's like how far is too far you know like yeah. and I, I, I you know and, and that's for me it's like at what point do we just go you know like this is now going to be crazy and the craziness of, of what everything is mm. uh, of, of of gender identity Christmas religious identity religious in 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 how we address you know how far is too far is it too much is uh, too much free reign causes all of this like too yeah. Much. Yes. Yeah. Of course. What 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 is what is freedom? It's like you know. I always ask people this question. It's like you know, what is freedom? America. To you? America. He's like, are you really free? Can you honestly tell me that you? They're, they're more free. They're more free countries than America. Yeah. Yeah. Canada. Yeah. Ameri- Australia. <laughs> Australia. Sweden. <laughs> well, that's exactly yeah. But it's, it's like, can you honestly tell me that you're free? You're not burdened down in the society you exist. You're not burdened exactly. by usury and debt. You're well, you, you don't exist in a society where well, you can't afford to have a family. It's like, well, you go to any free. single person and they're burdened down by something, right? Like, yeah, they're burdened by something. Whether it's your job, whether mm. it's your living status, whether it's the bills that you have to pay, mm. whether it's mental health problems, whether it's a wife, a responsibility. It's but and so. It's the burden of the responsibility, all right? But we, the freedom, right? What is true freedom, right? And and the understanding of people like, oh, you know, I don't want to have debts. I want to be able to sleep who if I want to be. I want to, I want to, I want to make so much money. I'm like, is that really true freedom? Or is really true freedom in line to say, I have these, but I give it all in the name for Christ. And I do, you know, like what is true freedom? Because you be realistic, like no one's going to be able to, Give you a billion dollars for you to live off. Mm. Is that right? deferring your 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 thing to another? No, like it's not. It's it's about understanding that in life and in human nature, I'm going to have these burdens. I'm going to have these trials. I'm going to have things that are going to burden me down. But how you look at it gives you that freedom. Mm. If you look at it as a burden, it's always going to be a burden. It's like if I come into work with a shit attitude, no matter how I look at it, it's always going to be shit. Mm. If I come into a good attitude, they go, hey, I'm going to try my best today. Hey, look, sometimes I didn't make it, sometimes I didn't make it. You're always going to see it in a better light than if you come in with a shit attitude. Same thing, right? If you come in with the, f- the fact of burdens and everything like that, and to be free, you need to be, uh, you know, say, oh, you know, I need to travel around the world. Mm. I need to do that. Well, well, what's stopping you from after you travel around the world, so that's you're coming funny. back, and then uh, you have to travel around the world again. Are you really free? Like That's like setting a goal point. At this point, if I achieve this, I will be happy. But exactly. then once you reach it, then you set another the goal, goal point. point. There's, there's, there's always some other goal point. I'm going to be this. It's great to have goals. Don't get me wrong. It's great to have achievements. It's great to have um, aspirations, some, aspirations yeah. and so forth. Why? But is that really true freedom? No. It, it's we, just we, it, like, like Christmas. You know, you get a new iPhone every two years. Exactly. Right? So like, what is really true freedom? Or how do you get true freedom? Or how do you be free? You free just discern everything and just be content with yourself as the way you are 
Well, while still trying to improve, you know, your fitness, well, whatever. Freedom isn't the lack yeah, of rules. Freedom. It's the boundaries rules create. That's what yeah. freedom is. It's not to be weighed down by yeah. the weakness of being human in the yeah. state that we exist as human beings. It's like if you just fall to drinking alcohol, mm-hmm. watching excessive amounts of pornography, watching pornography in general, not excessively, but watching it, except for smoking, indulging in food to the point that it's just gluttony. It's like, oh, well, that's 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 what I meant by the burdens before. It's like, can you really tell me you're free? Because mm. you seem to be weighed down with everything on your plate. Mm. And the but point, I'm American. Yeah. I can just drink and yeah, do whatever I want. Because I'm, I'm a free citizen. I'm a free citizen. But it's <laughs> just like... My t- with my 50 cal. <laughs> that's kind of base, though. I want a 50 cal. Um, I mean... Well, I mean... Know, know. <laughs> Gatling gun in the backyard. Yeah. In Modern Warfare 2. In Modern Warfare 2. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft mod. But um, <laughs> no, that's the point. It's exactly what Clarence was saying. It's like... You're not fr- this this pseudo belief that your freedom is determined by whatever you can do and to whatever quantity amount you can do it yeah. is the most childish juvenile thing I've ever heard. People who turn around to me and they go like, "Oh, well, I get to sleep with all the women I meet." I'm like, "So how do you truly tell me? Tell me truly, how do you turn around to yourself and draw a line? Where is that line? Where does it exist? Could you tell me that tomorrow you stop doing that?" Are you, you really happy? free? Yeah. Are you happy? You, when you when you <laughs> yeah. talk about free and all this, you know what came to my head? Wait, wait. It's like all the car ads where you have to buy the car to go out into like yeah. the field with oh. the cheap just the cheap ads, yeah. like Whoa, cheap ads, da, and, like, da, da. And, 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 and that's literally the first thing that came into my head, yeah. and like linking to that commercialization. But, um, but I, I agree with you. It's like you're, you're not free. Yeah, you know? it's, it's like, like you're saying with the cars as well. Like this car has the potential to give you freedom. Yeah, it, it's, it's, take, it's taking yeah. you to the wilderness, it's, taking it's, you to wonderful places. It, it's building on what you want: freedom, commercialization, materialism, to buy something to give you that freedom. Create a problem, yeah. you make the solution. Well, they're creating the problem and the solution, right? Yeah, because they're giving you a want. And they're giving you a solution. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, oh my gosh, look at yeah. these temptations. Look at like, that happy family look, look, in the car, you know? Like, like. In one, the first screen that you were hard at work with your family, you, you were in the city, like everyone knows that. The next screen, oh my gosh, you're in the oasis of driving oh, the jungle, seeing yeah, the beautiful yeah. landscape. Then the only way you can get that is buy my product and you'll get there. I think, you know, it's like advertising knows how to compromise on human compassion. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the biggest one that we saw during Christmas was like, again, with the whole families looking very complete because <laughs> they're all drinking Coca-Cola. And like, likewise with car ads, it's like, well, in order to have that freedom of the outdoors to explore an adventure, you need this $80,000 Jeep. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa! <laughs> Jacking up a few more th- tens of thousands. <laughs> yes. So just, they're just commercializing relationships, like the relationship building, but commercializing yeah. it. So like with this product, you can form good bonds with your family and go on cool trips and strengthen, make memories. Yeah, yeah. But um, I guess the the biggest note, kind of the biggest takeaway here is like, well, it's people have become so accustomed to seeking happiness. I was seeking meaningfulness in their lives without realizing that all it was was just being happy. Mm. That's why people do things in excess. That's why people drink excessively. That's why people indulge in materialism is because there's an element of happiness there that comes from meaning and purpose. I find meaning when I'm happy from eating lots of McDonald's. To me, that gives me purpose. I feel attacked. (laughs) <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I mean, I'm going to McDonald's after this anyway. Well, shh. Don't do no, this. I, 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 I've got dinner at home. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go home and eat my, my This brings a good question. What mm. is happiness? 
Well, happiness is, it's very much that. It's just meaning. And meaning is happiness. It's, it's kind of like a, like a, like a two-way relationship but, there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think in general, it's, it's like, when you really delve down to it, it's like, because it could be meaning, like, what kind of meaning? Like, I'm, some people might say, I'm, like, I'm happy when I watch porn. Is mm. it really happiness? Like it, that's, I think it's tied But it's meaning. It's meaningfulness to them. Yeah, it's meaningful to mm. them. But, but when you look at it outside from like mm, yeah. the angel third person point of view, right? When you really look at that, it's like, is that really happiness? That's just dopamine right? hit. Exactly. Mm. But, but to people, that's happiness, right? What, so I think the question should be, what is true happiness, right? What is actually the... the, 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 the unconditional the, love? Like unconditional love, but, but the question is true, mm. right? Because I think it has to be objective, right? Happiness has to be objective. And we have a lot of subjective natures right now. And majority of people will answer that in that subjective nature sense of, I like, I'm happy when I spend time with my family. Great, everyone does that. Yeah. I, I'm really happy on, on, on you know, and, and everyone answers has a different way. And I'm not denying that because that's what makes people happy. But universally, you know, like, what is that? Like, it's it's love. It's happiness comes from love, right? right? Like, love, right? You cannot tell me that no one here... Like that happiness comes from so that happiness love. is companionship, whether it be family, well, no, no, friends, I, I, relationships. I said, well, I didn't. I said, I said love. Is right. love a byproduct of it? Well, you know, like what love? We could also go down that 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 point in time because it could be, you know, like like I love pornography, right? Mm. You know, the statement, or oh, I love beer, I love women. Right? Is that true? Is that true? Happiness? Is that true? Thing like to them at that point in time, right then and then, it might be mm. five years, ten years down time when you reflect on those actions, it might not be. You know what I'm saying? It's a perspective. I think in general, true true happiness comes from from like having that true love again, and then and that's another whole five hours we can go to on what love is, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that that love topic. But I think in in, in transcendental, like it has to be beyond just per. It has to be like transcended beyond just material things. Things love for material goods for well, for every relationships, right? Because let's be real honest. In this day and age, like it's 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 unconditional love. It's it's that love that you give unconditionally and you receive and you and you, you don't receive like it's like when I think about it it's just like Jesus like I, I go back to that Catholic thing it's like Jesus being a servant leader him giving right he didn't do it out of like I think he, he just did it he was a servant leader the first one to give it it's he so showed that love to his, his, his companions the hard love the tough love you know it's unconditional it's tough it's true it's hard it gives you the right strength you know it's, it's what you need at that point in time. So it's service and like uh, the servant leader is such an interesting uh, connotation mm. of uh, opposites mm. in a thing which is and and I, I think in general it's just like that happiness you know like are you truly happy if you don't have Christ in the center of it? Yeah I agree with that that's that's you made some good points which were that you know there are, there are two natures to yeah. to finding the happiness you're mm. looking for the first nature is it's of that religiosity which mm. is that there is a divine purpose for mm. your time here on earth mm. and when you look past your suffering as meaningful mm-hmm. and you say well my struggle is a meaningful struggle because it goes towards a greater good which mm. is heaven in this case mm. and then of a biological nature it's well sex to me has to be confined to an experience I share with a lifelong partner you start to see that happiness is a bit more complicated than just simply saying oh well, it's not really complicated it seems pretty straightforward but we like to overcomplicate it by saying well you're saying restricted like from a general well, yeah, point it's restricted. of view see, it's, it, that's what freedom is right it's restricted and because when you stay within its within its nature 
Well, Marcus Aureli said that, you know, if you breach the natures or something, you whack it out of equilibrium, then it loses its purpose, and then, you know, it becomes chaotic. Well, this is it, right? When when we restrict sex to something, it becomes wholly complete, and that experience to you is now 10 times more fulfilling when you share it with someone that you see for the rest of your life. Purpose-built. Yeah, it's a very purpose-built mm. experience. And with the intent of, like, uh, starting a family. and Yeah, exactly. Family. So for many people, it's like, if you want to find the happiness and meaningfulness that you're looking for, look, I'm, I, I'm, as, as a biased approach, because I'm Catholic, become Catholic. But if you want to see it from a different aspect, look at what the Stoics went through. Look what it is to kind of be, above, and I'm, I'm talking about full blown out Stoicism, because a lot of that's cringe. But what I am telling you is that there is an importance to having a level of rationality that you defend which is like I'm not going to subject myself to just falling for every woman I meet or mm. falling for every temptation that I should order Uber Eats like McDonald's to my house <laughs> but sometimes yeah. it's that scarcity mindset too like oh if I don't get this girl then I'll be alone forever or something like that and then you just kept it's like good good <laughs> yeah. I, I tell guys good is that good yeah, that's fine yeah literally you have some respect for yourself don't just don't just because I know you're in deep inside every guy would love to have someone with them and that fills that element of loneliness in their lives. But you need to be happy and content being alone first before you go chasing other people. Mm. Just because you have a relationship doesn't mean that that's going to fix the loneliness in your life. No, in fact, you're going to bring that loneliness and then you're going to affect someone else with it. And burden them with and it. That and that's their fault. They, they're not your caretaker. And then you weren't really an adult. You're really mad yeah. about it. You're being a child. And now you're trying to walk away from the problem you just created, which was a bad relationship that you ran into. Mm. So as I tell guys, stop with this like juvenile behavior, be a man about it, take, take a step back, breathe, and learn to be content and happy with being alone with yourself first. So how would you know yeah. once you've reached that point, once you just... That I you, think it's like you, alone, you know. And then, and then you, know, then you yeah. just won't even want a relationship. No, it's different. Mm. It's, yeah. it's, it's different. Sure. Like there is a understanding of like, you know when you're being used, you know when you're... Oh, yeah, you, yeah. you know when it's like... As a guy, in that moment, you don't know. But then when you reflect on it and really choose, down, you know. Yeah. Well, it's a dopamine in the moment and, and just... Well, well, as a guy, you know that what you're feeling is just lust. It's, it's that yeah. you're wanting. Yeah. It's wanting to be held. It's wanting to behold. The loneliness in the, in, in the guy's heart is what's driving it. When you truly and utterly like, get back past layers, a guy knows. A guy knows when he's yeah, that's chasing a very, very good point. all guys, and if guys say they don't, they're lying they're to lying, you. Yeah. Because they know when it's true, and you can, you can see it, because you can see in any single guy how they act with the girl that they're chasing that it means nothing to them, versus how they act when they're chasing the girl that they know, oh my god, this girl mm. is holy shit. Like, oh my god. <laughs> This right. girl is not disposable. Like this, say. this girl is not like like I want to be the best person. I want to give her my last yeah. name. I want to give her my children. I want her to be my my wife. I want to give her everything. I want to like love her to the end of death. I mm. want to like, honor her. I want to. There's a difference, man. There is a difference. And any single guy knows that the way and how they feel, the butterflies in the stomach, the pits and what they think, how they act. Any guy knows. You know, this is a good point. Like, I always see in, like, things that are like, oh, you guys are not sexually incompatible or something like that. Like, wh wh what's the, you know, they're like, uh, 
Uh, you know, I think and when people ask, you know, are, are they sexually incompatible? It's like, well, I think you missed the whole point of the relationship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, if, if, if to find compatibility, you have it's to lay sex. with each other. Yep. Yeah. Then, like, is that did the you, root of it? Are you telling me <laughs> that yeah. you understand what love is? Yeah. And I think the big, the really important aspect is that like people should, guys should chase that dream of marriage, mm-hmm. but they should learn to build up to that first they by should, improving themselves. They should learn yeah. to love themselves first. And loving yourself is the hardest it, thing to do. It's hard to do because it's not the love that a lot of people think, which is this tolerant love of like do what you need to do because it makes you feel good. It's like it's well, death to oneself. Yeah, it's like death do what is right for, for you. Do what is absolutely painfully right for you. Because if you're suffering when you do it, uh, it's probably the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're struggling through, and there's any single guy that's like, that's gone through hardship, <coughs> gone through anything in life, and right? Like, the hardest things are the, it's like, you know, I, I say, and, and this reminds me, it's like, you know, diamond is created by Under what? pressure. Under pressure. Under pressure. And right, things that is shit to do, crap to do, horrible to do. And as guys, the first thing that we, we, we always want to help each other, like majority of us want to help each other. The hardest thing is not to, to run after the maiden who falls down and, and, mm. and shows the first thing. It's to go, is this right for me? Or how do I be the best person in my life? Because at the end of the day, this is what's going to happen. And, and, and majority, of us will, majority of us will be like, uh, we'll have the same story. Oh my gosh, she came out the blue and I didn't notice, <laughs> right? It's because you weren't chasing. You weren't noticing it. You're focusing on yourself and dying to yourself to make yourself the better person for the right person for your future. For your future wife, for and your that, future family. And that will just and, naturally and, and happen. It will naturally happen. It will naturally time. come your way. Yeah. It, and, and some people go, why don't you lie? Because, you know, I'm introvert. I don't go out. I don't go. Well, well, yeah. Yes, but you're not you're not putting yourself in 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 that pressure you're not putting yourself outside your comfort zone to grow and well, it like person. make yourself a person you'd want to date or something like that like with the same values and well no but i think I the problem with that is that, that that's also you're basing that on the trust of the individual to know what the best person <laughs> is, is, is themselves you know what i'm saying like yeah. because what is the best person like yeah. for gus this best person might be example gus might be like i have to have be six foot four have six packs <laughs> and and have to have at least Twenty thousand in the bank, mm-hmm. right? I might be just. I might the best person for me is someone who would just love me. They're very mm. different of what 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 that is, right? To each person, you know, you're like to me, like is my my identity of what is the best person, right? It's different for us, and each person again is very subjective. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's just like, okay. The question that you ask yourself: Are you putting your best foot forward? Yeah. Are you Are you putting your best foot forward? Are you Are you actually putting your best foot forward and actually giving it all to to be the best? person for yourself and wanting that as well because like you know you see so many of those things it's just like the guys that struggle and all these things and I could spend another four hours talking about guy problems and, mm. and talking about like well let's, let's just transition into that for uh, men men are weak 40 nowadays <laughs> men are weak Look, boys you need a you need a we need to grow up I mean in schools why aren't we just taught by by women well, I think there's there's an element of truth to that. Yeah. I think it's really hard for a young yeah. guy to grow up and relate to uh, an older lady. It's like, yeah. well, you need a masculine figure there for many reasons. Let's just yeah. go back to the Spartans. Well, and well, 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 well. I remember Sparta's a good <laughs> example. Well, I, think, I think another one is yeah. what you like said right at the start of 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 this whole conversation yeah. is young men are losing good role. Sorry, young men are losing male role. The first strong. Role, Men nowadays are losing their first real role models through mm. 
the relationship in their fathers because broken their fathers families are broken and families. Yeah, broken families, there, yeah. Right, they're not there, right? So the cycle continues, right? Young couple gets together, knocked up because, you know, they slept together, whatever, whatever the situation is, has a kid, dad leaves, mom leaves or whatever. They they don't have a female or male role model in life. I'm not saying this is men and women. I say this is both. Separate right? houses, separate Separate houses, family. you know, separate families. You know, it might be toxic. It might be mental health, whatever else the case. You know, 50% of the time they don't see their mom. Like at the same point, I, I think kids need both a male and a female, female figure in their life to nurture nurture the nature the yin yang type the, the, of thing the, yeah. in the kid right but then as guys we we crave we crave good male um, role models in our lives and mm. if anyone else lo- says otherwise I think it's it's wrong because we, we we gravitate like when we think about men like we gravitate to men who who we are inspired by who we see are, are like bigger than us who see who will Will help us protect us, fight for us. That's why we are so in love with superheroes and 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 those action heroes who are the heroes of of movies. You brought up uh, right? Mr. T and uh, Arnold Arnold, I think, right? The back in the day. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like right. you said, those people you, you used to look up. You know, to. I used to look up them. Yeah. But, but why? Because they were big. They were paragon of masculinity. They, 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 well, do I think that every guy needs to be Arnie like back in the day? Muscles? You should. You should aim for that. But well, <laughs> for health reasons, yes. But. No, not everyone's going to be that, but it's that way that they carry themselves, right? And as I think young men, I think we're hitting the mark, right? We don't have men in our schools, mm. right? Like we don't have real strong men in our schools. We don't have real strong men in our families in terms of how the dynamics has broken, uh, has gotten up in our age. Look at the, look at the stats. It's got like no fault divorce and stuff. For well, women divorce has increased by twelve percent since last year. And like women are the main in- initiators of divorce. Yep. So. Well, at, at the same point, but then us men don't fight for them. We just all divorce. Okay, cool. So, uh, just because you divorce or separate it doesn't mean that you can can't be a good male model in your life. No, that's true. Right? I know so many. Like, I know some co-parenting, who are the fathers are amazing fathers and show the kid, hey, look, just because me and my, your mom doesn't work out doesn't mean you, can, you I can't stop being the best dad I can like, be you can be the best dad and also with respect and instill the respect of hey look son like just because I'm not here doesn't mean you disrespect your parents you know I know a lot of good people that has done that and so it's about how we how we how we as men now mm. wake up and actually come to the table because in my opinion men have been pussified by feminist culture in, in a way to, to to not be the strong men that we want right and, and here's a stat right Right, forty, fifty percent now, fifty-five going up to sixty, like nearly fifty-five percent divorce rates. Right, we have young men doing more stupid things, going to jail, getting penalized for crime. You know, we've got we've got more kids out in the street. We've got more kids doing stupid things. Women are university graduates, like the higher percentage and graduating high school and stuff like that. Well. The stats, or I don't know the stats on that one, but potentially true on that one. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably true in nature. Um, but it's just be, like sometimes, like guys, we, we are doing the hard yards as well. You know, like you know when we talk about equality, you know, we always talk about that. But then, you know, what's the equality for the, the hard workers? It's you know? the media as well. Yeah. Like, like you know, you see the the bumbling dad and sitcoms and stuff. And so here's a question for you, Ron. Right, and and okay. this is what I really thought. I'm not saying that's like we always. Um, Always, um, 
we always say, you know, uh, equality for women in, in the workforce, right? Mm. Especially in those high-paying jobs, lawyers, engineers, whatever. Mm. How come you don't see them going uh, equality for brickies? What do you mean? Like, like yeah, like why do we have women in brickies? Why, why, why is don't there they no do that anyway? They have a lot of no, them. no, no. But why is why is there no like massive chanting about equality of getting more women to be bricklayers or plumbers? I swear, I've seen it before. Like you probably have, but not as much as I mean, because women are not interested in doing it. But where's the equality on that? But they're happy to allow the men to do all of that. Like, where's the equality in and that? And then where's the equality for men in nursing? What's the thing? As I say, that's we don't. There's, there's none. Right? I mean, my cousin is a male. He's becoming a nurse yeah. but it's just really rare like you know exactly. primary school male teachers too but yeah 100% agree with you right mm. but you see it's it's like it's like an agenda base right? yeah yeah and, 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 and I'm not saying that like obviously we're trying to get more women into the workforce everything like that because historically you know women have always done this, this I would say the I, I'm not going to say the maternal jobs. Yeah, I would. I, I'm. I. I don't want to say like not the hard science, but the soft sciences. You know, geology, biology. You know, be a nurse, be a, be you know, a, a teacher, whatever. It's it's that kind of that like nurture skill, right? Men have to go out to be the bricklayers, the, the hard workers. You know, bring up the bread and stuff like that. And things change, change. That's fine. But then what I found is like as we've changed and as society has changed those role titles, right? As men forgot to. Step up to understand our role. We've just allowed women to take over. No, it's because we put women on a we 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 elevated women so much that like you know we yeah. just lost our uh, sense of hundred percent. But I think that both men and women can like as men coexist we we can coexist in a certain sense that we do not have to lose out on our masculinity and what being a man is right and 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 not to say to outshadow what women is as well and to bring them along that journey as well right. I think but we have just been so. It's gone to a point where young men have been so pushed back that we don't have a chance to step up. I think it's the main problem with like men, especially like being like what sexual predators and stuff, especially when dealing with children. Because I was, you know, in schools and stuff like that, like kids like hug teachers and stuff. But we got like as a male, you got to put the boundaries and you got to, you know, like yeah, I mean, you, you got to be more conscious. I would say you got to like, be more conscious yeah. as men. And I think when it really comes down to you, and I think you you said this really well, was that. It's just men becoming pussified. It's it's guys who. That's why we need Andrew it. Tate to like tell. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> no, well, yeah. well, well, well. <laughs> well, it's it's guys becoming so unconsciously weak. Well, yeah, you've, yeah, you're afraid of really kind of standing up and fighting. And we tell guys that it's okay to be emotional and to cry. And don't get me wrong, I think there's a time and a place for crying, mm. but what, damn, bro. Birthdays? Yeah, well, not but uh, yeah, birthdays, <laughs> but like, but but damn, bro, like you're literally crying all the time. Mm. Like, be a man about it. Yeah, you know, there are times where you're gonna have to suck it up, and that is your damn job to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you can't talk to people when you're having a hard time. You talk to your mates about that, yeah, but you don't go on Facebook. You don't dye your hair. You don't sit there and inject yourself with drugs. You don't put lip piercings on you just because every time you had a hard time, you have to r- r- show the world that you've you've labelled yourself with it. Don't be the victim. Don't be the victim. Be more. Ride like, the tiger. Like, Ride the tiger. Like understandable. Like yeah. I, I'm not saying like. And here's the thing. Like, sure, right? go to therapy, work on yourself, yeah, and no, get here's the thing, the like, help. Each situation is different. Of course, and, yeah. And, and 100% that we're not saying that um, uh, like every single guy is pussified or every single guy is... Oh, no, of course. I, yeah. I think the thing about it is, like, in any guy's life, there will be times... Oh, sorry, not every. In majority of guy's life, there'll be times of heartache. Mm. There'll be times of hardship, right? 
we have lost ability to actually like deal thrive and deal with the hardship. Yeah. We have gone to a society of, I'll let someone else deal with it. Sorry. Back in the day, when I was young, how did I make money? I had to get a job. I had to go and work a job. Whether it was McDonald's, whether it was a cafe job, I physically had to do a job. Mm. What do people do now? Uh, what? Be TikTokers, OnlyFans, all that? I turn on my camera, I do a 30-second dance, and hopefully I, I make but it. But there's a market page. for that, and no, no, people no, pay for no, it. No, no, 100%. Yeah. There's a market for that, and I think time to change. But the, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's a hard job. It's a different sort of hard, right? To be able to stay at home <laughs> in the... In, in the nurture of your room to click on a video and profitize off your looks and profitize off a dance or thing and now there is a market for it people are saying change but and again I do not dictate on because obviously how much you have to do and again it's, it's tough but then what's harder you having to wake up stand on your feet for the 10 hour shift there to do to make the same like and work that job Go home and not even make as much as you posting a thirty-second video, not harder. right? And, and, and that's it. Yeah. But then, but then this is where we lose out because oh, yeah. we we had to work the forty hours in the mm. week to get the same amount as someone doing thirty-second videos, or even Twitch streaming. But I think that's the age of social media because I it reminds hundred percent age of social yeah, media. Yeah. But it's also the downfall is because then real life hits. Oh. Real life hits. That's why we have AI now. <laughs> to do all the jobs <laughs> but real life hits and they go into the workforce yeah. and some of them uh, like sorry the top we only see the top like 1 to 2% of like the TikTokers YouTubers that make it oh my god the lifestyle that's true, that's true the other 98% of people are not being like they're not getting paid they're getting paid peanuts they go into a job oh I'm too hard and this is the reason why we see like Labor shortages and everything because people, oh, it's too hard. I don't want to do oh, it. Oh, with the sending payments and just paying people to I don't want to do home. it because mm. we have not brought up. Because, and <laughs> I joke about this one, right? I joke about this a lot, but I truly like, and when I think about it, is because back in the day, I had Pokemon, and to get the 151 Pokemon, I had to grind to get all the 150 Pokemon. <laughs> I couldn't put cheat codes in to get those 150. I had to learn how to grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I joke about that, but I really think that that nature of learning how to grind and deal with the hardships is what we're lacking today. So to... Uh, it's a different... So it's 100% agree with you, different sort of like, uh, like society. Uh, social climate. But then as a young child, right, if you get money from just sitting on your ass every single day playing lap, playing your computer, getting Twitch stream, number one, I'm jealous that you can make money from that because, you know, that's an easy way. But then, when you go into real world and have to support a family later down the track, if you make it, awesome, great. You know, you'd be one of those YouTubers getting all those endorsements, great. I'm, I'm actually glad I'm, you're smarter than me because you made money from me. Mm. But the 99 other thousand people that's trying the same thing and doing the same thing, trying to do that, they're not grinding. They're but they were at that stage. The people who, who got rich... They maybe got it through luck or they grinded hard enough that they've got that stage. But then the other people who have followed those 1%, they're not going to get to that point, right? Like ever. Like like, they, they never will. Yeah, okay. Like if there was, we will all be doing it and all be getting yeah. rich. I think the point the yeah. point Clarence is making is that there is an intrinsic value behind hard work. the hard work and the real productivity that comes from it stems through a whole lifetime of experience. Mm. And discipline. And yeah, and discipline especially. And I think for a lot of young guys, 
we statistically log out of society all the time. Mm. We're the most ostracized we've ever been in the history of mankind. I mean, mm. the greatest killer of men aged 14 to 49 is suicide mm. in this country. And people don't realize it, but mm. young men are forgetting their place in society consistently every day. And it's not that it's... It's like, you know, when when they move online to do TikTok and gaming and stuff, it's not that they're afraid of hard work and stuff. It's that... They don't really believe that there is anything alternative to what they're doing. Mm. And to find the escapism, the true kind of nihilistic meaning that they're going to get from this, nihilistic meaning is a bit of an oxymoron, Mm. (laughs) then they end up with doing the most extreme things, which is all the vices that come with social media. And they find that that there is a suitable exchange for them Mm. than picking up any hard labor job. And for that, I, I don't really blame people. And then, because mm-hmm. then again, there is there is a market to be made mm-hmm. online, and it can be done very intelligently. Mm-hmm. There are people my age who make money making. You know, there's that guy Jake Tran on YouTube. He does all those like, this is the black. This is the company Blackwater, and this is the company BlackRock. Sorry, and this is what they do. This is why it's illegal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's an intelligent young guy because he actually puts an effort to make mm-hmm. his content useful. There are young guys who do animation. They do political debates. They do. Uh, you know, how to do your calculus but I can homework. choreograph my own dance yeah but the point being is that that, that, that there is a sensible place no, to no. be utilizing market to be utilizing a market space and that sensible place we have to realize that young guys are just not fulfilling their calling in life to do that we're not being rational individuals anymore we've we've really devoided into kind of animalistic intentions where it's like easiest to us done. the easiest amount of money we can make and our life is fulfilled and it's like is it the, just the feminization in general well, yeah, men are, very, men, are, men are extremely effeminate in this day and age. And, and I'm not saying that because, like, they have to wear a dress. I'm saying, like, you're forgoing all the masculine traits that make you you. And I'm, and again, like I said before, you're going to have hard times. You're going to struggle. Every guy does. You're going to fall down. But for the sake of God, rise, get back up. And that's not, and I'm saying that you've, you've heard this many times. You know, you, know, you take a, what's, what's the Rocky say? It's not, it's, not, it's not how hard you can like get it. It's how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can get hit, right? We've all heard that like a billion times. It's most overused saying. But there is such a truth to that, especially now for guys. It's like, ride the tiger. Get up. Get off. Get out of your bed. Get off this kind of train of where it's like, all my life problems can be solved with the simple vices that society has given me. Be more than that. Be something heroic. Be your own champion. And drive and, and mold mold this perfect mm. sculpt and mold this perfect version of yourself that you want to attain. Read, pick up a book for once, go outside. You know, I think the start great start a conversation. Start with a, yeah, someone sure. in person. Yeah, find someone oh. in person. Sit down with someone. But mm. it's like, but it's like you know, I think a good example of this is PewDiePie. I like to use PewDiePie as an example. This guy goes okay. in this big stoic philosophical arc that he's going through in his life, where he's like, well. I think there's a bit more to life than just simply sitting down and playing video games. I have to make like, a better man. he's had that all those years, though. Like, so yeah. now he's probably like... He's realized there's a lot more to life than just simply so, gaming. So because yeah. it's, 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 that, it's that journey, right? Like, mm. he's, he's, he's gone to the point of, I've was one of the best YouTubers of all time. I earned yeah. a lot of money of all but time. But he reached that status. He reached the pinnacle of YouTube. Yeah, yeah no, he reached it, right? And it's, it's great that he's finding that there's more to life than it. Yeah. But then again, it's just like, all those people are looking at PewDiePie saying that's, that's the end goal. Right. Even PewDiePie wants something more now. Exactly. So I'm just like, you know, there's always something more. 
then then that 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 vices of social media, vices of 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 the easy. Uh, sorry, when I say easy, uh, don't mean comparatively to what our grandfathers, our fathers mm. had to do working, right? Like you know. But then they had lower house rates and property rates, and again, that, that it's all comparative, right? Mm. And I, it's at the end of the day, it's making money and how you do about that making money. You know, I hate I hate when my dad says, you know, back in my day, blah blah blah. And now I get to say it because back in my day, like my the generational gap and the generational difference is so much from when I went to when I was like 12, 13, 14, 15 versus now. The generation is such a big gap. And then, and then you tell it to your kids and your kids will tell it to your kids' kids. Yeah, because and, and it's just so different. So like for me in general, for young men, it's like number one, you know, being true to yourself but also being able to endure those hardships, to be endure that, to be able to ride it, but to be able to weather the storm and and get better, and 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 to be the best man um, through 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 you as a nature, as the masculine nature that you that God has given you, and right to then be. It, then it goes down to what makes a man, what is a man, and like and that is what being a rock to your family, like an emotional rock, like. Well, I, I think I, I, emotional I, yeah. center or something like that, like you know. Well, that's yes. Yeah, it's so much. That's another hour. That's oh. another four hours we can go into, <laughs> right? How 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 long do you want us to stay? Huh? How how how? Well, like, we got twenty know, minutes. You know, you're gonna capture us. You know, but you know, I, I think we'll save that for another we'll conversation another because that's I think that's a really good question. What's a man? What's a woman? You know, like that's a really. What great is a question. man? What is a woman? That could be the next one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But I, I think in general, like as as men in general, like right now, mm. like we talk about just men in general, right? We need to step up to the plate. We need in, in terms in terms of the responsibility to men mm. uh, and to 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 women. And who we we come to, um, and who we are, in terms of our our nature. So actively seek out male role models. But if you don't have that male role model, how do you know what's a good male role model? For example, a lot of young kids look up to Andrew Tate. Mm. He has some elements. Uh, sometimes I think he says things in a way that it can seem true to kids, and they take on that grain of truth. This truth. is where good parenting steps in. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like in in this age but, of but uh, parenting, yeah, yeah that lacks. Point, right? You know, it's like you know, what do you do? Well, because now you have to really realize that there is a, more of a systematic issue here. It mm. spreads beyond just this is an issue of effeminacy within men and the laxness of our masculinity. It's a generational problem that is being dealt with by people who are in fact the cause and roots of the problem you know will any of kids be raised by people who who don't care who don't understand what it means to be a man who are in fact very much against the idea who believe that every aspect of masculinity is toxic but think of it like yeah. kids who had no father figures and they look yeah. at this bold muscular bodybuilding dude yeah, yeah. and like oh this is the this is the peak of manhood I should yeah. listen to whatever he says yeah. but obviously he's not he's like a siren you know just telling yeah. telling false truths you know? it's a hard battle to be fought and again yeah. it's like we we as individuals have to start reforming the masculine communities that we've had in our life and I should stop saying masculine we should restart we should reform the communities that we have as men mm-hmm. And no matter what state you're in, guys need to start getting back together with guys. Mm-hmm. And they so need to start talking to each other about, like, what is it to be a man in like this Like men's day and community age, groups yeah. and stuff, like uh, yeah. meetups and stuff. Just men just 
You know, like you said, like having a cigar, like having a yeah. again, having a do- chat. Doesn't have to be a cigar or scotch. But <laughs> yeah. the, like, it can be an OJ. I, it can I, be I some cordial. <laughs> like, like exactly. It can be a yeah, cup of yeah. tea. It can be like a chat. It can be. It's like just a, a fellowship. Coca-Cola. The fellowship of the men. fellowship is important, yeah. and that fellowship to yeah. even with women. I mean, like fellowship yeah. with women. Like you know, it's like a, no, 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 but it's, it's a different fellowship with women, all right? The the, the interact. Oh, are you talking women and women? Or uh, you women and women. Sorry, like, you, I'm yeah, trying to say, like in in the last show when Mario was on, we were talking about how the importance of even when you're married you have to you know have a, a pool of guy friends that you can talk to you mm. know, like 100% because um, at the end of the day it's like you ping off those guys and and I I think at the end of the day or not like like as guys we know who's like uh, w- who's reputable and who reputable. you can who, who you can get good advice yeah. from you know? at the end of the day like I think in general there, w- there will always be basket cases where like Andrew Tate and other guys who would like be toxic and and there's those be it's not perfect, hundred percent is not perfect. Can I tell you what the answer is? No. no. Um, I can't tell you what the answer. Oh, you can't. The, tell I can't tell you what the answer or the solution is because, like I say, it's a systematic problem that transcends us, right? In in this th- three of us in this room in Perth right now at night eight thirty three p.m. on on a on a Tuesday afternoon you know Tuesday evening I think think this is this is part of the solution is that we're having people get together and remember the idea is that we can't save every single person you're going to meet every masculine guy every guy's going through that masculinity crisis we can't save every single person it's that they need to walk yeah it is again it is the the nature of being a man that mm. there are journeys that you will walk we alone. We can just tell what worked for us and yeah. what didn't work for us. But we should be. You sh- but all the platforms that we have now accessible, where guys are coming out and talking about this, is exactly what needs to happen more often. And for guys, just like yeah, get back with your friends in these communities, have these talks, meet up more, and frankly, stop hanging. And I, I take this with I say take this with care how I say this, but stop hanging out with just women all the time. I can and name this, a few of people. Yeah, and I mean, and I mean this to guys especially. Yeah. It's like you are by nature, you need to hang out with dudes. You need do time, not the right dudes, though. Yeah, no, no, yeah, but you need to be with your boys. You but you, like again, yeah. like, like, not everyone has good friends. But at the same point, it's just like, you know, there is an inherent nature that comes with just hanging out with girls. Yeah, yeah. Good, Inherent nature that that rubs on you if they're inherent with girls, and I know. No, you are the you yeah. are the the the, the average of your you're four friends or something. You you are the you are the product of your six uh, people that you That's hang out with one. the most, right? You are the yeah. product of that, but also the product and the nature of that as well, right? So, for example, I tell you suddenly that I have not grown. Oh, sorry, I have not been in the last so. Back to my cigars and whiskey. Mm. It seems to me that I'm an addict, but I'm not. But I, I, I create this group. So it's actually <laughs> the things that I love and I, I built people together because I'm just like, I want to do this. I'm going to bring guys over and do this. Yeah, so yeah, golfing, yeah. cigars yeah. and whiskey. I have not been as fulfilled as much as I have been today uh, in the last 30 mm. years and then in the last two years of when I started to build two groups, a guys golfing group and a cigar and whiskey group. Yeah, that's how exactly I feel about podcasts. I just invite mm. my people I know on and we just have a chat. Because these exactly. are such rare occurrences. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, you know, I've kind of had the same experience yeah. for the last, I would say, 24 months, yeah. which have been that I've been getting more involved in my community, mm. the aspects of social young adult mm. events. I've ran mm. a couple of events yeah. myself that have been incredibly successful. Mm. And there is a lot of hard work that goes into mm. them. 
and there is such amazing reward that comes out of them and it's that contributing factor as guys what we can give back to other guys that I found and it's also just being engaged and committed in a community that guys always forget about it's like guys we, we log out of society in such high numbers and such high percentages and it's just like well the moment that we reconnect we find that important intrinsic because, value that because we're I think in, I think in general like you said the community part was so yeah. critical because like when you go back to the family building or right? mm. how do you build a family you don't build a family through just a mom and dad right you build the family on the mom and dad that builds the neighbours that builds the street that builds the neighbourhood that builds the community oh. right it doesn't take just a, it doesn't only take it takes a, a village to raise a child exactly that's yeah, it yeah. but, that's all you learn but like as, as young men as we connect back into the community and grow that community guess what happens again those systematic changes starts to change yeah. do you think actually like uh, you know back in the day like they had in, in certain tribes and stuff they had a process a man must go to when he turns 18 uh, and then he becomes uh, a the, man the like, ritual of adulthood yes like do you think like if if there was if there was a way integrated in modern society, then yeah. men will be more right. in touch with their masculinity. But but we have we have mm. that. It's called moving out. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, but but we've changed it to a point of of not really. It used to be when you moved out as a house, you are like when you turned twenty one and you moved out, you were eight. Like depending on where it was, twenty one, you moved out the house, you go find a wife, you get married, continue. I'd right. probably say like that mentality. I've always disagreed with. Well, I've always mm. disagreed with the ma- the moving out thing. It's such a boomer mentality. I, but, th- um, I think that's I, uh, mm. coming from an Asian background. Agreed with you. No, 100%, but I yeah. think in the, in that in the context of it, I think for the Western side of where we're at right now, that was that mentality of oh, you're 21. Yeah, yeah, no, you no, moved I, out. Yeah. You're a man, right? But coming from the Asian background, we're just like. Don't move out until you're ready. Don't yeah. move out until you save your money. Save your money. Don't you know? be burdened by you a know? mortgage. Exactly. But and I think in general, like that's what the standard is: is when you move out, you're a man. Like when you yeah. leave the when you leave the cocoon, you're you like you've gone. Like you know, or the other one is like because you're into you, the wild, you're yep. into the wilderness. But, you're offending for yourself. Well, yeah, the same point. Is, but all of those stuff are not feats of strength. Like no. when I think about it, like mm-hmm. do you, like the tribe that gets the bullet ants and the mips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've heard, have you that heard this one? That's like Papua no. New Guinean tribe? It's a feeder of Or is it an African tribe? I think it's Papua New Guinea. I think it's like one of those yeah. islander tribes. Islander yeah. tribes, yeah. It's, it's a, a feat of independence, though. Like no, a it's a feat of strength. So usually adulthood throughout the years has always been a feat of strength. Yeah. A feat of, of overcoming something. <coughs> now, well, you would say that moving out potentially could be, you know, uh, a feat of strength or overcoming your fears to live independently. But with this day and age of how like fast things are and how you can get everything with a click of a finger and stuff like and how like fast consumerism is are you really like if you've got no job and stuff like that then like back to the same point should you have moved out you know like understandably like you live within your backpack, means backpack live off the land yeah, exactly. live off people's houses but then well, when I think about like manhood you know I think about all those tribes who have it's a feats of strength like they have to go out and go kill a lion <laughs> kind of thing mm. they, 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 they have to wear the mitts full of like bullet ants that's biting them for like like 24 hours what tribe it's you go look on youtube there's a hamish and andy yeah. clip of it all so, so it's literally what they yeah. do is they go to the bullet ant which is if you look on like the pain skill it's like the highest oh. one of the highest like pain tolerance of all times they get this bullet ants they literally turn them around to where the sting is it and put them in little like mitts that they make so they've got a whole like 20 to 40 ants around this mitts 
they put it on your hand and they dance around and this ant sting you non-stop I think Hamish did it for what like three minutes and then had to go to the hospital yeah yeah something like that he had to be flown to the hospital because it was that painful they release a pheromone yep. that um it causes the other ants to sting Pain. also yep. so it's like a collective like oh there is something here you might not see it so just start firing yeah <laughs> and then oh oh wait I can smell more stuff so just keep firing oh. yeah. so they wear it on the hands and then dance around for hours mm. Right, so these guys dance around for hours. 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 Is the yeah. pain just numbing after a while? Then no, it continues. So it's just a. So it's like think about like just like firing a nail into your hand over and over and over again. Oof. And no matter what water, vinegar you put on there to try to numb the pain, it just hits even. And harder. that just proves yourself being a man. Well, well, that's always been the trial for years. It's just the strength, all right? The overcoming. Like back in the day, in the African tribes, you had to go kill a lion. In Alaska and stuff, you got to go hunt a wolf. But with this know? bull ant, is it like your body tolerance too? Like your build and stuff like that? Like it's it. We'll do it for the first time in your life. It's probably uh, there's yeah, no yeah, tolerance. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, and that's and that's and that's your feat of strength, on right? Like that is the feat of strength. Now, in this modern day and age, could you say that moving out is a feat of strength when you compare it to what these guys have gone through? No, you couldn't. No. Like, so th that's what I'm saying. Or could you say that moving out is equivalent to the but young? You'll get financially stung. <laughs> but is that same as the, what they have gone through in terms of financially stung? Yeah, but is you can like get money again and, and all that. Yeah, you can get money again. You know that pain, and then your pain can just heal again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but but I'm saying like yeah, the pain yeah. on life. Like they yeah. could die from this. The pain could actually kill them from a heart attack, and they could die from this. Like financial instability, you become homeless. Do you really like? Yeah, you can lead to death over a very long period of time. <laughs> like very morbid as it sounds, but yeah. you know, or the guy hunting a lion—that's life on the line. You just snipe it. They know snipers where they're coming from. They're they're going with, they're going with like spears and like. Oh, knives. so like a close they're, combat. They they we're talking about like tribes here, man. We're not talking about mm. new age civilization, dude. We're talking about tribes, like the feet of strength, where the feet of strength came from. Mm. I think that's right? that's the biggest point here is that, you know, for our, for Australia, we're not expecting young guys to go through this, but what we, what we are expecting is that divide between, you know, what makes you just a citizen and what makes you a civilian and growing in that element of, I need that personal strength, that personal endurance, that personal wisdom to prove myself into something of a great leader a leader that will lead my family into a new era and my kids will be raised properly, my family will be taught to respect wisely and intelligently these aspects of their lives. And I suppose that's a big part about... But like being a leader when you're here. like working for a corporation and stuff like that, like, you know, like compared to tribes, you know, they work in their own way. We can way, be a leader in your own home. Yeah, that's true. You know, we, we, we're yeah. talking about your own. Oh, you're talking about yeah, your yeah. home, right? You lead the family in... like, And again... The mum and dad have their own roles in the family as what who leaders are, mm. right? Just men have a, a leadership response in, in the family, yeah. right? Yeah. So, uh, in, in short, like, I think, you know, we've covered so many freaking topics today, and I love it. <laughs> What's a minutes. recap? Five minutes left. Yeah. Recap. Christmas sucks, be a man. Christmas, uh, Christmas, no, 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 at no, no, the no, moment no, sucks. No, no, no. Modern well, Christmas sucks yeah, yeah. without Christ. Okay. Modern Christmas songs for that Christ. Be a, be, a man, be, a be a man. Be a man about it. Uh, we, we're going to play that Milan song at the end. I don't know if we Let's have it. Let's get down to business. To the I'm the only one here who has actually seen Milan. Oh, you got to watch it, bro. I haven't seen Milan. Good movie. I'm an old guy now. I'm not going to watch Milan. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> to be honest, like it, it ages pretty well. Like what, don't watch the don't watch the new uh, live oh, action. Oh yeah, don't, don't don't you never watch a live action. You who watches a live action? You know why they make it so so they can extend their IP because their licenses expire. So that's why they make a movie so they can keep the rights. Yeah, they ruined it. Yeah, they ruined it. Uh, so no, we're just uh, we're gonna trash Disney for the next five minutes. Nah, man, don't don't mock Disney, man. Disney's got the the Avengers, man. Don't don't. <laughs> don't oh, the Avengers. And they, and they show oh. it at the remote community. I'm doing it ready to react right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't you be dissing my don't you be dissing Is there a circle face. around I'm your face and an arrow? Right yeah. <laughs> mate, um, don't don't you be dissing my Lion King, man. Don't you diss Mufasa? Wait, you mean Hamlet but with lines? <laughs> <laughs> what 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 else is there? Don't you what else <laughs> Disney? Aladdin, Aladdin. Aladdin. It's been it's been um do we have any final thoughts, guys? Any no, any stuff I you'd like to say to the people? Look, Christmas is important, and I think we've had a great discussion about yeah. Christmas and value. But I think maybe <laughs> the underlying val the underlying message here for everyone is that there's there was something that defined the existence of who we are mm. today, and that is on a continuum. It's mm. an eternal. It's a constant. And the moment that we try to redefine that and provide our own inside of it, we've foregone. And we will forego what made us who we are today. And people have to remember that to accept that is a struggle. It's a painful struggle. It's one where it's a life of not comfort and conformity, but it's one of belief, sacrifice, and suffering. And I ask everyone to consider this with an open heart and have an open opinion that maybe that there is a bit more complexity to what we, Clarence and I, would believe but there is a such a reward with that comes with it. But um, I'll have yeah. you guys again for Easter. We'll do the Easter <laughs> special. Easter special. I'm just ha- I'm just so tempted to end this podcast with Happy Holidays. <laughs> I will lose my mind. I will mind. commit a hate crime in Minecraft. Oh, <laughs> well, Clarence, Clarence, do you have anything to say? No, I'm good, thank you. What okay. What's your final thoughts? Sorry, I just got a work email. <laughs> okay, so that's why I was, I was like, "Well, no, it's." Eight o'clock when working. I only get paid eight thirty to five thirty, so I don't read them. Oh, when, when, unfortunately, when you become a superintendent, that 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 time goes a little bit different. But I think in general, <laughs> I think what we've spoke about, we've covered a lot of topics today, and I think in general, like understanding, I think the biggest one for me taking this out is understanding the true nature of things. For the sure. true nature of things in terms of the true nature of Christmas, the true nature of yeah, being yeah. a man, the true nature of of family, true nature of of things that we do. Um, yeah, or choosing the right people to be friends with. Exactly. I think in general, it's just for me. It's it's always choosing, understanding, and and having that thought process of, like that nature, um, and 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 just you know, thinking about things. You know, not just accepting them for face values, but also learning to be like, hey, look, there's this bigger picture to this than than meets the eye, um, and and so many topics that we could. We could talk about that. That yeah, we could kind of feel about for masculinity for, and uh, what for like makes another man. several hours. But I think in general today, you know, we've covered the big ones of of that commercialization about Christmas, and I think Christmas in general of what that comes down to in today's society and and what that actually means nowadays. You know, um, and and as young as young people, as 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 as, as people in there, you know, let's let's learn. Yeah. Let, let's be learned about this. Let's let's grow from this. Let's. You know, transcend what we know. Let's be better. I I wouldn't just say be better. Let's be more be more knowledgeable of be what more things. Be more aware. Uh, be more. Be a wise person. Yeah. Be a wise person. And today, but that tomorrow. takes time. That takes 
age that takes wisdom. It takes take wisdom, which is patience, which is a lot of patience. But and it's, we're uh, young guys, yeah. and we have room to grow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you can never stop growing. You can yeah. never stop growing, no matter how old you get. Like we'll have you guys. Like guys in five years will probably have different perspectives, a different. I mean, not like different. Probably more knowledgeable. Aspects. More knowledgeable. Yeah, that's but like, that's yeah. correct word. Um, but anyway, no, thanks for joining us, Clarence and Augustine. Uh, it was a good show. I, pretty, I enjoyed this one. And uh, yeah, we're closing it out. Catch you next week.